Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week it's pretty clear what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about Fan Festival. The North American Fan Festival in Las Vegas was this last weekend. We have stories to share, opinions to talk about, and Sly is saying something and his microphone is muted so I don't understand. Now he's waving to me to stop telling everyone that he's doing that. So, it's alright. And now he's flipping me off. Well, I wish I'd caught that on camera, but there was plenty of that this last weekend, so it's pretty in line with what is going to be talked about on this show. But first, I am one of your hosts, Michael Mr. Happy Poporone. Of course, joining me is the muted man himself, Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. Sly lost my voice because I had too damn good of a time, Fox, a.k.a. you my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? You're still muted. You know that, right? I think his microphone is... Like, he's... <laughs> Muted. He said he's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna translate. He just said "fuck me." I'm reading his lips now. All right. Well, while you, while you figure that out, I'm gonna introduce our other host. And of course, we needed a guest after Fan Fest, so we're probably gonna have many guests for the next many weeks. Not the guest you guys may have been expecting this week, since we did give you a different show outline last the end of the last episode Tuesday. But the man was there himself. It's very, very merry. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Oh, now you're hilarious. I, I was going to say, not only is your voice gone slide, but your microphone was muted. Like it was double the lack of voice. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So, gentlemen, I don't think I need to, you know, go too much into it, but we're just going to talk about FanFest today. Fuck we're going yeah. to talk about how we received it. For you, Mary, it was your first, so that'll be interesting mm -hmm. to hear. For Sly and I, it was our second. We actually met at the first fan festival two years ago, Sly and I, and uh, that's what eventually yep. led to his co-hostery on the show. Now look at that. Now you're here, Mary, and you're a regular. Wow. Wow. Wowee. <laughs> oh, and trust me, if this shirt is anything, to say, we have plenty of stories about things that happened and swag and whatnot because this shirt was a gift for me, and I can't wait to tell that story. So what do you say we just start? Why don't we go day by day? Talk about some of the stories we have day by day. We'll probably mix in a few here and there. Okay. But, but before we talk about any specific day, did you guys enjoy FanFest? Uh, no shit. I feel like I don't have to answer it's that question. For all I know, you could have been like, fuck, dude, I sat in the merchandise line the whole time and it was awful. Like <laughs> That sucked. Seven-hour merch line sucked. I know. That's but, why I said that. But... Best weekend of all twenty-five years of mine on this. Planet. That's right. We're the same. We're the same age. I forgot sure. about that. Best weekend. Best weekend. Oh, oh, I can. I know it was your best weekend, Sly. I've never seen so much alcohol in one person <laughs> over the course of four days. Yeah. So he tried to do his woo, but his voice is gone. So he can't. I know that feeling. Nothing. Don't worry. It's like puberty all over again, but it's just because you got too excited. Right. Yeah. And by the way, Sly, your voice is, your audio is way better. I wanted to make note of that on the show itself because you have a mic stand and you can see. That's actually the microphone he's had the whole time, guys. Like, you know how you usually don't see his microphone in the shot? Mel gave him one of our, our mic stands. And so it's, your audio is just, I wish your voice wasn't gone so we could hear it in full effect. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. Okay, what was, what was, everyone's, what was everyone's favorite part? So I, I let Mary answer first there, so Sly, I'll let you go first here. Uh, the concert. Obviously. Which one? I was going to say the Primals concert, because that's where I lost my voice. Uh, but the P 
piano concert was nothing to shake a stick at. Not at all. It still gave me goosebumps seeing Susan Calloway for the first time. I didn't expect her to perform Answers first, but it was still okay. I did. I did. I guess it kind of makes sense. It's the first of Realm Reborn song. Like, yeah. yeah. So I guess it makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, what about you, Mary? What was your favorite part? If we're talking strictly fan fest, definitely the concert, Primal's concert. If you want to say Vegas, then you can. That's a favorite that's part just... of the weekend. Favorite part of the weekend? That can be anything from having an argument about fast food to like want something from the from the event itself. I'm not going to go any more into it than okay. this. But Mary had a date. Oh. oh. But that's, that's it. Oh, Ephes. That's all we're going there. Ephes. What, is, what, is, what, kind of, what kind of butt stuff did you guys listen. do? He's, okay. Listen. He's a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> you played that off well. But no. Um... Yeah, probably that concert was fucking phenomenal. So good. Oh yeah, yeah. So good. And that was your first one. You didn't get to see the first Primal's concert. This was no. better. This was definitely better than the first Primal's concert. I kind of wish I was a little more drunk for it, a little, little tipsy, get a little more into it, but it was fun. Don't worry, Sly was drunk enough for both of you because that was his yeah, no favorite sh- part. Of <laughs> no, I, I was right next to him, believe me. I know. <laughs> and that's water. I've never seen him drinking a giant glass of water before on this show. It's always no. alcohol. Not always. Sly, so give me a percentage of how often it's alcohol. Be honest. 93. Okay. See, of course, 93.3. Okay. Anyway. There you go. All right. So without further ado, let's get into the individual days. So I landed on Wednesday. I'm the only one of us here that was there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one who could speak on Wednesday. Wednesday was literally anyone who was there early. We went out to dinner. We went to Gordon's Ramsay's steak, and let me tell you, I don't know how, how you that? go. I don't know how you go back to eating human food after <laughs> after Gordon Ramsay's steak. And what kind of food is that? A food I will never pay for again, probably. <laughs> because he yelled at it. Yeah, he yelled at it. It's basically like Gordon Ramsay's food is basically like his version of kosher is him yelling at the cow. So, or yelling at the crabs or the lobsters or the asparagus. Or the fish. Yeah, that's what makes it so it's, oh, yeah. so it's expensive. It's like, I'm going to cook you so fucking much. There you go. And that's it. It's, yeah. kosher. it's officially kosher at that point. Uh, I had a 24-ounce ribeye, Oscar style, which means it comes with asparagus and Alaskan king crab over the top. We also had like family style sides on the whole table, like fingerling potatoes and uh, mac and cheese. I had a, I had a bourbon. I had two bourbons while I was there. It was a drink called so the Drifter. Fancy. And it was a drink called no, the Drifter. Right? It, it had some uh, orange liqueur in it. So uh, it was quite, quite a... If you ever are in Vegas, go to one of Gordon Ramsay's places. Just know that you're going to need a, an individual budget to eat there once. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I know Sly wanted to go to Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips. And chips. And then he saw $20 for one chip, and he's just like, nope. <laughs> Fuck that. It's like, that better be the best chip I've ever had in my damn life. You better have fucking screamed at that bullshit for me to pay for that. Oh, man. Okay. So, Wednesday, done. We had dinner, met some friends. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Show's not about me. Thursday. That's the day we all converged. And it mm-hmm. was registration day. 
This was our favorite day last time, wasn't it? Two years ago, Sly. Are, are you gonna tell them about how it took us? Well, it took you like, like. Oh, it took me zero ten, minutes last time because Mel was in line for, for me. Yeah, Mel was in line last time for me. For at the last one, so I didn't have to do the registration line two years ago, but I got mm -hmm. there and I saw it and I was like, "How yeah. did they do this? How did this go so bad? How did this go so bad?" <laughs> but this time. To our pleasant surprise, like Sanic. Now, where were you guys? How? What time of the day did you guys get your your registration done? Probably like four. Uh, probably two. Because you want me up there. Yeah. If you if you show up at if you showed up at two or four two years ago, that's it. You were that was goodbye. You were there for the rest of your mm -hmm. evening, and you maybe even had yeah. to come back the next morning. Yeah. This time you showed up two or four. What happened? There was no one in line. You walked me up and I had to pull out my phone to get my QR code. That's why it only took like a minute or so. Took one minute for all three of us. And yeah. last time, Sly and I, we were talking about how, oh, you know, we got to, you know, we got to get the fucking, you know, thing, whatever, the media. It didn't even matter. Yeah. I would have stood in the normal fucking line because I, want, I would have wanted to be like, dude, this is going so fast. It was the whole line took 30 fucking minutes at wow. the, like at the opening at the doors opening 30 minutes and everyone in line had it done. We're talking about like probably about 800 people. That's <laughs> see, that's fantastic. If only the merch line was like that. <laughs> Reach. And Reach. We'll, we'll definitely have words about that when we talk about Friday. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then it was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do for the rest of the day? Because everybody <laughs> thought they were going to be there the whole day because mm. of all the warnings and how it went two years ago. And, uh, well, that means basically we had the whole day. I don't know about you guys. I just, I just stood where the line was and just took pictures, shook hands, talked to people. That's all I pretty much did the Same. entire day. Uh, well, we did one other thing, Sly, but we'll, we'll talk about that with a hash house. Oh yeah, yeah. Watch. We'll talk about that. What about what about you, Mary? Because we saw you, and then you went into the room to get your ticket, and mm. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna stand here and wait till Mary gets back." And you just never came back. You got it, and, no. <laughs> and I didn't see you again. Um, basically, I went back to my room, settled in, and just kind of got familiar. English. I can speak English, guys. English, of course. I can speak English. Okay. Uh, I got familiar with the. Uh, the hotel what does that mean i just walked around and checked shit out okay all right First time in vegas so that's like, to be right. fair i didn't do that and i didn't know where the convention room was i was a little scared oh there you go so uh and i had to show yeah, sly I, where, I showed sly where it was too yeah. yeah um what's the uh what's the other thing that i want to talk about yeah and then other than that yeah so that's basically all i think most people did on thursday some people went out drinking later that night uh, that was the big thing. There were a lot of after parties, especially at the beer garden. I think it was called. I regret not going then. Well, apparently all that kept happening was, I think it was LBR or, or somebody else just went around telling people, Hey, did you know there's a, a private Adam Antoys party at uh, the beer garden? Hey, did you know there's a private Gilgamesh party? <laughs> and then wow. everybody all converged and everyone was fucking there. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. 
And there was also a bunch of other after parties in and around the Paris, mm. uh, several hundred attendees in each of them. So uh, I didn't go to any of that. I was like, I'm going to rest up before tomorrow. But Sly and I went to go to a Hash House of Go-Go that day. But ever, as soon as Sly landed, he showed up, pulled out some booze, and started drinking right in the Hash House of Go-Go. <laughs> he, he stopped at the liquor store before it came, just to be clear. He got the Soko. He got some beer. <laughs> and that Hash House of Go-Go, dude, I, it's a lot of food. It was so good, That's though. a lot of fucking food. What do we have? I, I, we and you <clears throat> ordered the same thing. It was like chorizo, jalapenos, yep. beef, cheese with, like, eggs and tortillas and then there was like hot sauce and stuff and then like a 20 ounce freshly squeezed orange juice oh, that orange juice was fucking amazing oh yeah it was like four dollars and fifty cents but i'll take it i didn't but care worth it worth every penny everything else wasn't that expensive so vegas has a lot of good food guys just remember that you now know that bring a lot of extra money for gambling but also bring a lot for food please do that yeah any other special planes you guys had Thursday? Anything else you guys did that evening? Mary, oh, I, know, I know you did something. Oh, yeah. So Thursday night, uh, I went out for – okay, so Thursday night was fucking crazy. So I had a friend from high school. I haven't seen this guy in six years. He was in Vegas on business. And so he and I got together in the Paris, had some drinks. Um, he wound up leading us over to a secret pizza place. It's literally called Secret Pizza. It's a hidden secret pizza place in the Cosmo, so across from the Paris. Um, we went there, and it was like really, really fucking good uh, New York pizza. And so we got that, um, went back to the hotel, and I was quite drunk at this point. Fucking Yoshi P, right there, selfie with Yoshi P, shook his hand, best night of my life. Done. Boom. Done. K.O. Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Mel. Uh, speaking of pizza. this Was this Thursday? Was Sad Pizza? Yeah, it was. Sad Pizza was it Thursday. Was sad Pizza. Oh, <clears throat> I heard that story. All right. So we're all in the room, like, drinking and everything. Um, I think this was before everybody got there. and uh, Yeah, it was only, like, me, you, Mel, I think, Anthony, yeah. and Amanda. Yeah. And Mel's like, Slide, you want some pizza? It's uh, kind of like a meat lover's pizza. And I'm like, sure, I'll take a slice. And so she brings up a box, and I open this shit up. And I'm like, Mel, this is the saddest fucking meat lover's pizza I've ever seen. Two white pizzas. Two slices <laughs> was of two white pizza. White pizzas. That's racist. Anyway. Racist. Yeah, yeah. I know. But no meat on the pizzas whatsoever. I'm like, this was the saddest pizza I have ever seen in my life. Why was why was all the meat, Sly? Where was all the because meat? Because you ate it, you dumb bastard. She opens the thing, and there's three slices. Two of them are white, one of them is meat lovers. I just grab meat. I'm eating it on stream, too. Like, I ate the pizza on <laughs> yeah. stream. And I just, I just literally, I just started eating. By the way, it was a $5 slice of pizza, which means eight slices would make a $40 pizza. I just want to point that out real quick since that meme is prevalent in my channel. Yeah. Um, and it was a great meat lover's pizza slice. Too bad you couldn't have a piece. Yeah. <laughs> you went and got a burger anyway. Yeah. That's the only reason why you wanted the meat lover's pizza because you wanted meat phrasing. And pizza. you didn't, and you were like, oh, I'll go get a burger. And then you, there's just, there's none for you. There you go. That was a good burger, though. Where'd you go for your burger? Pizza. Uh, Brazier burger. You know, the one where they wear the while they serve you burgers. 
Is that the one um, kind of down the hall from the yep. convention? Yeah. It's like the, the one with the $777 burger? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I I've, ate it too. I've, I've seen that burger. That's the one that comes with the bottle of wine, right? Yes. So yes. you know what's funny? I, I actually didn't know that existed. And just yeah. yesterday on YouTube, BuzzFeed, their YouTube channel has like a bunch of eating things. And that video is recommended to me comparing a $4 burger to the $777 burger. And I was like, that was there? I didn't realize that was there. Yeah. I, I posted it on Twitter. I took a picture. I was like, holy shit, look at this. That is unbelievable. Yeah. One day I'll eat the $777 burger. Isn't it like Wagyu beef or something like that in it or something? It's it's got like a it's got a ton of crazy. Like it's got like a hundred beef and shit like yeah, that. It's yeah, it's got like a, I know it has a hundred year aged balsamic vinegar or something like that. And that one bottle is like a hundred and forty dollars alone, and it's like five fluid ounces or something. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, one day, maybe one day, I'll put that on my bucket list two years from now. Uh, start saving up now for that burger. <laughs> Why gamble when I could just eat a burger, right? There you go. There you go. Um, for my Thursday night, we had the we had a bunch of people over, and uh, that includes we had Sly, we had Mary Ethis, um, we had the, some of the guys from LBR come over. Um, Escalia wasn't able to make it, but um, what's, Fusion. What's, yeah, Fusion from Gamers Escape showed up a Raffle Dragoon or whatever you guys want to call him by. He's got a bunch of different handles. Uh, our friends Anthony Amanda, who we had dinner with the night before, who made this delicious beef jerky and some pumpkin bread, some chocolate chip pumpkin bread. I promise this isn't weed. It's beef. Look, I'll put it in my mouth so you it's know. It's so good. Phrasing. It's so good. It's like, it's like meat weed. Homemade. It is meat weed. Ho home, homemade. This is from <laughs> – this is our friend, our friend Anthony. Homemade beef jerky. He got me like five bags. It's literally like a pound of meat he gave me in the form of beef jerky. And, yep. uh, and then Amanda, his wife, made pumpkin bread with chocolate chips in it, which we shared. And we actually, I think we still have a few pieces left right here. Mm. We also had Frosty and Carora. We had the moms, Tequila and USMC. We had them over. Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of people. It was, the room was pretty packed. Yep. Um, it was so, oh God, why did I do that? Now I'm going to want to eat the whole fucking bag. I'm putting it away. I'm putting it away, I promise. Mm. Put it away and then you mail it to me. Nope. Not happening. Not happening. And of course, <laughs> Brian, we, yes. yeah, we had Brian. Brian. Yeah. Brian. I think it was just his whole name. <laughs> He's got one of those names where you want to say the whole thing because it's like yeah. just two syllables. You say the whole thing. Yeah, Brian. I still feel like I'm missing somebody uh, in that list, but there were so many people in that room, and I was just talking to people, asking them questions, whatnot. And that was a great night. We got to we got to break open a few you know bottles of alcohol. We got to break open a few beers. Everybody got to talk, hang out before FanFest the next day. That was that was a great thing that happened mm -hmm. Thursday night. Uh, I know, Mary, your story happened after you left that. Yep. Yeah. Um, there was something else that happened there, wasn't there, Sly? Fuck you. Wasn't there something else that happened? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I just – all I remember – all I remember because I, I had a little bit to drink. All I remember is this – this this like – maybe, maybe some water? Yeah. Yeah, some ass water. Apparently, yeah. Slide. You have anything to comment? Because I would like to. I would like to state now. I gave you the opportunity to not tell anyone that story, and I told everybody. And you told everybody the story. It's a good thing yeah. you did. <laughs> <laughs> the one part I did leave out though, that when it did happen, um, 
So you're gonna, they don't, you, first of all, they don't know what you left out because they don't know the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, I had to go to the bathroom. I had a lot of beer and, like, I really need to get out and see And just, just to reiterate, before he went in, he was like this. No, but that was because I burped. That's because you burped. But when I see someone at a party covering their <laughs> yeah, mouth think, as they walk to the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm paying for this fucking room slide. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was just because I burped and I just ate a burger. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, I really had to go. So I get in the bathroom and there are two toilets. Like, there's a Lollafell toilet, which was the fucking bidet, and then, like, a normal bumfuck toilet. And, like, what the Mary's fuck already this? losing it. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, where's the handle? And I, I had to bend down, like, to see, like, if there is a handle. And then, like, of course, my face was over the toilet when I did this. And I, I just to, like, rest my hand, I put it on the thing. That shoots the fucking ass water up okay, in so, my face. So just to be clear, he had a bidet and a toilet, and he thought the bidet was a urinal. So he pissed in it, first of all. No, no, no. No, I didn't no, piss in it. No bullshit, you didn't piss it. in it. I, I used a normal toilet. Then why did you I, go near the bidet? <laughs> he was curious, I bet. Yeah, I was. You flushed I'm the like, toilet like a normal toilet. Good? But then you went it, down and you reached. You're like, how does this other thing work? What did you think? What did you think it was the sink? No, it's like you had three fucking knobs on that shit. And but like it's before not attached he, to the toilet. I don't understand why you went near it. I'm like, first of all, if I'm going to use this thing, how the fuck am I going to flush it? I'm just trying to look around and then that's when the water shoots up in my face. Now the part I did leave out, the part I did leave out, was that as soon as that shit happened, like, and y'all might not have heard the thud, but like, I, I was of course temporarily blind, and you I also didn't my, know what had happened yet. Yeah, and mostly didn't know what happened, and then like I'm just like flailing around, like, and I bumped my head on the fucking wall, <laughs> and I like, like I'm getting myself trying to get myself together, still temporarily blind, and like. Fuck, I still had to use the fucking bathroom. <laughs> and you want to know the thing is, he was in there for maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes at this point. And so I'm thinking, I saw him going like this with his mouth covered. Yeah, he's thinking that I threw uh, up. No, I'm, no, no, think, no. I'm thinking he's sick and I got to go make sure he's okay. Like, I'm, I'm the concerned adult here. Yeah. So I go in there and I'm just standing outside waiting for him to finish because, like, I don't want to go in. I, I, I can. He sounds fine. Like, I can hear him, like, coughing, but he's not, like, coughing, like, throwing up. He's like, <coughs> all right. Like, he's tall. He's just, he, he just, he seemed, it didn't sound abnormal. So he opens the door and I go, why were you in there so long? I don't even say, hey. I just like, why were you in there so long? He's like, I couldn't figure out how to flush this thing. And I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, it's like, wait a minute. Why is your face covered in water? And he's like, yeah, I couldn't figure out how to flush this thing. I was like, Sly, do you know what that is? And he goes, no. And I go, that's a bidet. And he goes, what's that? And I was like, people use that to clean their asses when they're done with the bathroom. And then I, the one, I look again. He's got the water on his face. And I'm just like, oh, no. Okay, Sly, I know you're freaking out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just wipe this water up real quick. And I'm not going to say a word. I say a true friend. I I went back into the other room 
And I think Tequila came in and, and I explained it to him. But then I said, I'm going back in the other room. I'm not going to say a word. And, and I did not. And I walk in there and everyone's like, is he okay? And I was like, he's fine. Don't worry. He'll be okay. He'll, 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 he'll recover. And with not 15 minutes later, I hear him telling the story. I gave you the opportunity to never make this a thing anyone had to know. And you told everyone. <laughs> Literally. And, and Mel was like, nobody's used it yet. Nobody's used it yet. You're okay. Like, nobody, that doesn't matter. Nobody's, that doesn't matter. Nobody's used it yet. You should have been all right. I mean, it woke you up. There you go. There you go. All right. And then for the rest of the weekend, every, like we just imagine Sly like trying to like get the water out of his face. So the new <laughs> dance was like, <laughs> that's the new Sly dance. Just so you know. Yeah, apparently. Um. So yeah, that was that was a highlight of Thursday night. There was another highlight though, Sly. When you wanted me to actually share with the stream. Oh I, yeah. I set this up ahead of time. So at one point after Mary had left, I believe, after Ethis and Mary had left, um, Frosty was going to go downstairs and say hi to Layla. The Layla Bell of Elysium on Gilgamesh in Final Fantasy XIV was in the lounge downstairs. And so was so were some other members. I know Bolana was there. I, I, didn't, I don't know EM members by their face. So there were probably, there were, the other members, they were probably EM members, and I just didn't recognize them. I, the ones I recognize are Bolana, Layla, now Sardigan, because he's fucking eight foot tall. And uh, we had a little bit of a d discussion. Now, the video is six minutes long. I'm not going to play six minutes. I'm going to play the first maybe minute of it. We'll two. see. Go two minutes. Go two. Uh, okay, so basically, Layla, as you guys may know, loves fast food, specifically Taco Bell and Del Taco. And he was very offended when I had very I had poor choices of words for In and Out, Taco Bell, and Del Taco. It's like it's fucking fast food. I don't care about it. And uh, yeah, he's recorded it on his phone. But uh, <laughs> Sly, um, I'm gonna play this video now. So uh, best burger that you've ever had in your existence. Well, I'm thinking of a few places. See, we had Bobby's Burger Palace for Bobby Flay. Um, I went to this, I don't remember the name of the place. It's not the counter, because the counter is fast food also. It's a place that has a very... It doesn't matter! No, if it's good, it's good! But if it's fast food, it's, it's not It's not made with love if it's fast food. I How do you know? How do you know that? I need my burger to be made with love. How do you know that somebody in McDonald's, I mean, this is a, like a work, like the first Bobby Flay was in there checking out his How do you know it was Bobby Flay making your burger? Because his wife was there. And everyone I know who like worked at that place, they were like, dude, Bobby Flay's wife is beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, like, and this is like the, the worst example to use. So, uh, if somebody from McDonald's, and you're probably never going to go to McDonald's, um, Make your burger, burger with, like, all the love possible. Honestly, it'd probably be a pretty good burger if they made it with all that love. But they need to really love, like, you need to love the food you're making. You need to care about the food you're making. Mm. If, somebody, if somebody from McDonald's is like, you know what, I'm going to make a real ground beef burger with love. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this buns and toast them with love. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this bacon and not just throw it on the grill and not give a shit how well it's made. Uh -huh. With love. It'd probably be a pretty damn good burger. 
but they gotta do it with love. If a burger's not made with love, it's mass food and it's nothing better. Layla, what the fuck do you think? This man needs Taco Bell. Immediately after he equated in and out to Wendy's, I tuned everything else out he said. Because, it, because it's irrelevant. Okay. His taste is clearly skewed. The best burger that I've eaten is hands down from Spikes, uh, Good Eatery, Good Stuff Eatery in Washington, D.C. Shortly after that list of one, is in and out. Is in and out. So a fast food burger can be made, quote unquote, with love? With quality ingredients like the crisp lettuce that In-N-Out loves to use and the fresh potatoes that they make their french fries with, you can make a quality meal. I can't take any more of this garbage conversation. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. The full video. The full video is on. The full video. Yeah, the full video. I mean, my, my Facebook page. Your Facebook page. The crisp lettuce. Really? The crisp lettuce? <sighs> That's You had to go there, Layla. The crisp lettuce? Of all things? <laughs> what? I can't. I didn't even, like, properly close the fucking, like, tab out. It was, like, freaking out on the stream. I, just, I exited yeah. out immediately. I couldn't take that conversation yeah. right there. You wanted me to share that. There's literally four more minutes of that video, and it becomes it becomes about like completely different aspects of the. Yeah, we go into Del Taco and Taco Bell and everything. Yeah, no rebuttal. I did have a rebuttal. You just weren't. Ha I don't remember what he said about Taco Bell. I was losing it. Quality ingredients. Yep. Oh man. Anyway, that was Thursday. Those are literally drunk stories is all Thursday was. Pretty much. Because Friday was the start of the event itself. Oh, yeah. Now, unlike registration, actually not even that much different. The, you no. probably had to get here a little bit early for a lineup for, uh, to get a decent seat for the event i don't know, you know because what felt like it would happen so first of all if you're like sly and you're an asshole you just walk up to where i am in the line and be like hey what's going on man and i'm like Fuck no no doing? no not even talking about the line like just to get a seat yeah no you probably didn't actually would act do you know what ended up happening after they let us in and they like opened the door and they let us go into the next room you know they just let anybody else who walked up just walk in right there was no order like, you could have right. been outside in the hallway and just walked in. There's no point to standing in that line at all, pretty much. So we, I got there, like, two hours early. But the good news is I got to, we got to talk to people in the line. We got to take pictures. We got to – there's a lot of events. I got some gifts in that line. Um, not the one I'm wearing. I'm going to save this for later. But, like, some, some shirts. Uh, and I got to talk to a lot of people, a lot of pictures. So I, I thought it was okay, actually. But I was kind of annoyed that they just, after all that, just said, eh, fuck it. Doors are open. Go. I, that was crazy. Yeah. But we got our seats. We all sat down. Mary, I don't know where the fuck you were. I went because you were in a merch line. Merchandise line. You were in the merchandise no. line like a smart now, person. Where were you? Because you weren't in the front two rows, right? Yes, it was. Okay. I was sitting next to uh, Frosty and Ethis in the second row. Yeah, okay. So I was next to you. I, I didn't yeah, you were, you were, because you, you, I uh, mean, you went to the challenge right afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, you had too much to drink much if you don't remember that anyway um 
You have <laughs> merchandise line. So wait a minute. You got to. You were in the merchandise line during the keynote. Yep. 10 a.m. Because that was a thing. 10 a.m. Merch line. How long were you in that merchandise line again? Seven hours. I did not leave once for seven hours. The entire day gone in right. the line. Now, mind you, he got a book. Got a <laughs> of book. course. I got a book. Yeah. Mel went and got in the line. She was like within the first 20 people in the line. And it still took like 40 minutes or something. I don't even know. Seven yeah. hours. hours. Seven wow. hours. And, so you, and that included, keep in mind, they didn't actually open until 12.15. Yep. Uh, so he was there for two hours before it even opened. Perfect. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yep. What a trooper. But he My. completed his mission and got a bunch of swag. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> some people, some radical in the chat says he was five people behind you. <laughs> yeah. And I would like to keep it, I would also like to keep, comment on that merchandise booth since it was the first thing that most people lined up for. They, they started turning some people away to go do the keynote, and they quickly realized it was not a situation they could contain. So they stopped telling people, please go sit down and enjoy the keynote first. Mm. What ended up happening is that line got so insane, it wrapped around Proto Ultima to the point where we couldn't find the entrance. Mm -hmm. And the fire marshal came in, the local yep. fire marshal came in and told Square Enix or whoever was running the convention, if you do not fix this, we will shut you down. Because it is a massive fire hazard. And that's when they announced that they were going to start cut it, capping the line. Even though some people mm -hmm. were past the cap and still got stuff eventually. Right. So it was a disaster. And this was with 10 registers versus the two of the first fan festival. I would also like to point that out. The first fan festival only had two fucking two registers. registers. And only one of them took credit cards. And that was bad. This had 10 registers that did everything. And because of that damn book, it was even worse. <laughs> that book and the limited shirts did that. Mm -hmm. Mary, I don't know how yep. you did it, but you deserve a drink right now to even talk about it. I mean, you got me that drink on Friday, so. There you go. But that's not enough. You're right. That's I not need, even. I need at least six more. That's not even at least remotely six. enough. My dogs were barking. Yep, that is uh, crazy. And yeah, that's a story I want to talk about. Somebody actually ordered. They got in that line and they ordered sixty-eight items. They bought the limit of every item because there was a limit. He couldn't buy like twenty Ravana shirts or twenty lore books and like sell them out. He bought. I think the limit on everything was two. Two, except the book. The book, the calendar, and the Odin statue all had a limit of one. So he bought two of every item and one lore book, one statue, and one. He spent about two grand, I think. That's God. a lot of shit. Damn. Lot of shit. <laughs> Kudos to that guy for like actually like you know how you got to be prepared to drop two grand on all those things in Vegas of all things you're gonna drop two grand on. It was unreal when I heard that story. Yeah. Totally prepared. And now it's funny that the merchandise line is actually the first thing before the opening keynote, even though you didn't get it done till way after. Mm. The opening keynote starts 11 a.m., just like with the 2014 Fan Festival two-minute teaser trailer. I'm going to ask the hard question. Okay. Monk or dancer? <laughs> Monk. I got an answer you probably don't expect. Red what? Mage. Oh. 
both. Both. Yeah, we'll talk about that because I have I actually came into some knowledge about. But you uh, saw Featherfoot. You saw One Elm Punch. You. You did, I don't know. I didn't see One Elm Punch. I saw Snap Punch. I saw snap punch okay. I saw Fist of Wind, Fist of Fire. There you go. Mm. All right. It was two monks, by the way. Um, just Hashtag, two Hashtag two monks. Uh, I know where Mary's going with this, but uh, they said they will never do anything like Summoner or Scholar ever again. So they said that about 2.3. So sad face. <laughs> just want to ruin your hopes and dreams on that one because that is something that was considered. Well, that, that was part of it. The other part is just like, let's say it's Ida. She is a monk. She could also be a dancer. And it doesn't necessarily mean like that cutscene okay. has to adhere. I'm not, not going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you, you sat there. You, I'm sorry. You stood in that line and watched that trailer. <laughs> That's right. What was the first word that came out of your mouth? Dancer. Okay. You're one of those. Got it. Yeah. You're someone who's never seen a Chinese wuja film. Got it. Listen, she's really floaty and dancey. Welcome to Chinese wuja. Wuja, uh, wuja, uh, wuja, wuja films. Welcome to Kung Fu Panda. Because they do that in Kung Fu Panda too. <laughs> I would love for it to be dancer. I don't, I'm of the belief, the firm belief based on the 18 pages of wuja knowledge that was sent to me as study material. <laughs> Wow. 18? With sources. With Holy links shit. to sources. Shout out to Chaotic, wow. chaotic Dark Fae. I also met someone there who's trained in China for five years and was really upset people were calling it Dancer. <laughs> he was really upset, actually. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. And now you also mentioned the other character, the female character. First of all, are we in agreement the male character is the Warrior of Light? Like, I don't think that really needs any discussion. They said that in the... Kino. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. But some people still want to believe it's not for whatever reason. Um, so the cat character there being Ida. I went over a few theories, and I want to present each of them to you and get your thoughts. It's Ida. Yeah. It's Ida's sister. Mm. It's, Even more likely. It's Ida's mother 20 years ago, which I'll explain since we had spoiler cast already why that's become a theory. Okay. It's... Arlian, the dancer from Final Fantasy 1. It's somebody completely unfucking related to all of these people. Ida mm -hmm. or Ida's sister are the two likely ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the mother theory holds true. Right. But I do actually believe, I have a different belief about the events of 3.4. I originally thought that Ida was dodging the questions because she didn't know that guy. And I still actually, now I actually, again, think she doesn't know that guy. But the NPC says to Ida, it's been 20 years and you look nary a day older. Is it possible that he actually fought with Ida's mother 20 years ago? And they look exactly the same. And Ida was her name. And Ida's her ma mother's maiden name. Possible. I actually am quite a big fan of that over any theory I presented. That was presented to me earlier today. And I was like, you know what? That has a more context than my whole, that's Ida's sister. It's the same theory. Mm -hmm. It's not actually Ida under the mask, mm -hmm. but it's a different person who it could be. So I wanted to present that to you guys, see which one you guys thought it was. And I, thought, I want to say it's Ida, just like straight Ida. I do. I think so too. No neck tattoos. Doesn't Her necklace is like covering it. First of all, the necklace, no, the necklace is totally not covering enough. I double checked, triple checked. Her mm -hmm. necklace is like here. Oh. 
Um, no, to be honest, okay. I'm more of the idea they just omitted the tattoos, not to outright spoil it. Just like they used okay. Freese, just like they used Freese Felger instead of Nidhog in the friggin' trailer because they sent over the wrong art assets. You know that's why it's Freese <laughs> Felger. They actually sent the wrong art assets to the cinematic team. It was supposed to be Nidhog in that trailer. <laughs> that's a fucked up way to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. Oh man. And uh, yeah, I'm, I believe it's Ida. I, this doesn't make any sense. Like they're they're building her up all for fucking five yeah. patches now. Yeah. Yep. Like, they're not just going to be like, by the way, Edith, you're totally not traveling with her. Fuck you. It's done. Um, we, other than that, we, we find out that area is called Rogger's Reach. And they're actually, by the way, back to my monk point. <laughs> the, the monk organization was called the Fist of Rogger, and they're fighting on his fucking hand, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'd like to point that out. Mm -hmm. That's Rogger's Reach. It's going to be basically our Ishgard of the expansion. Yeah. Am I the only one who just doesn't care about that anymore? Because they brought us to Ishgard and then Idleshire is the endgame area. And fuck, like, I don't know. I, I can't honestly care about a city-state or like a hamlet, as they call it, when they, gener when they give us a new area. Unless this is both the hamlet and what Idleshire is, like the thing we're going to mm -hmm. build up. I couldn't care yeah. less at this point. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Like, we'll just use it for endgame. Well, I mean, we, you do a lot of quests there, and like, <clears throat> but I just I wish that they would stop creating two zones, one endgame, and then this new town that's supposed to be like the representation of the resi like make that the yeah. endgame area while you're at it. Don't just yeah. I don't understand why they need to do the, the whole Idleshire thing or the whole Mordona thing where we build this mm -hmm. area up. Cool, it's done. Out. See ya. Yep, and you pretty much never go back. Yeah. Well, you go. They give you like one yeah, reason yeah, to go back. Yeah, yeah occasionally. Yeah, like, for example, whenever it's an even-numbered patch, you still have to go to Mordona to trade in the new tombstones for whatever reason. Yep. I don't mm. get that, but it's the way that it is, so. Oh, man. So, but did you like the way, did you like the way it looked, Rogers Reach? Do you like the, the aesthetic here? Is it more pleasing yeah. to you than Heaven's Ward? I think it's better than Idleshire. Idleshire is cool, but that seems a lot more, like, scenic and open and more going on. What about you, Sly? With what voice you have, talk to me, buddy. Fuck in mind. Um, there's more of an elevation mechanic to it, so it could be for flying mounts, too. I was oh, thinking. Uh, Rogger. I was going to ask you about that. Where, what kind of routes do you draw here? Because I, I couldn't tell between Western, Western Asia and Eastern Africa. It almost looks somewhere in between to me. I got like e Egypt vibes, but I also got like straight up Chinese vibes at the same time. Like I couldn't figure it out. Nepal. All right, I like it. I was just really confusing because it was like two very distinct, different with things. The that temple, were... With the temple, yeah, temple. like ah, I well, yeah, yeah, India kind of like. There's a lot of. There, it felt like there was a lot of East Asian or uh, East East and Middle Asian, and as well as East African. I'm sorry, West Asian. West Asian and, and Central Asia uh, stuff. Cambodia. Mm. There you go. That's another one. Southeast Asia. Hindu. Yeah, there's so many. I can't tell, man. There's so many things going on. There's so many different emotions here. But then they started teasing. Mm. The rest of that hour for the opening keynote is them teasing features. What feature did they tell us anything about? <laughs> that wasn't just, this is something we'll tell you at the next fan fest. <laughs> Why do they do this to North America? They did this to North America last time. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Why did they do this to us? 
And Mary, this is your first. This is your first yeah. one. So you had this just standing there, and you're just like, yeah, they're gonna announce the. Oh. Good thing I stood in this line. Yeah. Oh. Are you what really thinking we get the short end of the stick in, in terms of? Well, content? we we get the, we get the teaser, which is nice. Uh, like we're the first mm -hmm. people to see it live, but then all the yeah. information is like, eh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> we always get one important thing though, and this time. It's between two things. There were two really big things that were announced. I'm, I'm going to say three only because the third one is more hinted at. And I want to know which one of these two things you were more excited about. Inventory. They confirmed that, and this is a quote, we will be increasing the inventory, and this is Yoshi P's quote, as much as humanly possible. <laughs> Not like, oh, here's a page. Here's an extra page. Yeah. Here's as much as humanly possible. That was the second most cheered for thing, by the way. The first most cheered for thing. No more PS3 support. No more PS3. You gotta love that. You Woo! Gave. Yoshi gave P was like, holy moly, everyone was really excited <clears throat> about that. <laughs> Best part. Best part. Do you, think the, that, do you think the inventory is because the PS3 is gone? Like, that's the most common... More than yeah, likely. Probably, yeah, probably. Than likely. Yeah, okay. But did you notice, like, the eulogy he gave for PS3 support? Like, <laughs> like it was, like, dying. <laughs> like, we are just, you know, sorry, PS3 players. Right? We love you, but, well, you'll, you'll get PS4 for free. You'll get the PS4 heaven's word for free, but please buy a PS4. That's all he said. Basically, yeah. How do you think that's gonna go? How? And he said that the reason they decided to drop it is because there's not a large PS3 player base. He says the majority of people who are on the PS3 have moved to the PS4. There's still some, but the number has shrunk so considerably. Yes, they have to consider it now. Yes. Other than the inventory, what do you think that means for the game? I think more. Go ahead. Hi. No, you. Uh... Stop being so nice to each other. More quality of life changes um, that will extremely affect the game. Um, just in some terms, that that's the only thing I can think of. What about you, Mary? More mechanically intricate mechanics. Features? Basically. Hmm. You know what I think? Well, hmm. I think they just fired the whole PS3 team because they don't need them anymore. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. They probably read. They probably put them on the PS4 version mm -hmm. now. They, they're they're still console developers ultimately. But I think mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. They now don't have to sit there when they're developing a piece of content and go, "How do we make this work on the PlayStation 3?" Which is something that holds back development a mm -hmm. whole lot. Yep. And yeah. so if you take, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was done. Oh. I was just going to reiterate. Taking that into consideration, plus the reveal that they have tripled not doubled tripled the budget for stormblood now did they say that at fan yep. fest okay because or not, not, or not at fan fest but it was released in, in the investors in yep. the investors site yep. for square enix yeah i believe yep. the 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 budget of heaven's ward was 13.8 million or 14.8 million and mm -hmm. the budget of uh stormblood which was the, by the way the name of the expansion after all this we've been talking about mm -hmm. the trailer we didn't even say the name stormblood <laughs> which was oh yeah slide by the way didn't what who predicted stormblood based on the copyright who did who did, who did that yeah, jesus no actually it's not that's reddit jesus because they're the ones who go look at that shit i just report uh -huh. on it um reddit jesus the big one where was i going with that by the way i don't remember 
Where is I going before Stormblood? <laughs> uh, money. Money. 14. I believe it's I believe it's forty five point like two million or something is the budget. How much of that is server space? Because there were some other things that were announced that are going to eat a lot of server space. Oh, 12.8 million for Heavensward, 36 for Stormblood. There you go. Are you talking data center development? Well, I mean, let's take a look. So inventory expansion is a big one. So they're, they're actually still afraid it'll be unstable. So they might release it in like patches almost. Mm -hmm. Like in this patch, here's yeah. an extra 100. In this patch, here's another, you know, whatever. Um, but also, they were getting a fourth residential area. And we know how much data that's going to take. Because if we take the number of... It's basically... Everything we have now in one residential area is going to be added there. So all the plots, all the subplots, plus an apartment building, I imagine. It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. That's pretty crazy. That's going to be a lot of money on top of the inventory expansions. But so how much of that do you think is being spent on strictly server structure and server maintenance versus being spent on the development of the game itself? I would want to say maybe at least 10% of it. 10% on the server structure. Yeah. Okay. That seems that seems reasonable. Yeah. About you. Yeah. Yeah. We're on there. Where do you think the other ninety percent is going based on the other things they announced? Because they had a lot of things to say about the way they're doing content. They split they flat out called their dungeons boring. Important Chuck thing. <laughs> Blitzball. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they flat out called their own dungeons boring. Boring. Prior to 3.3, and I'll agree with that because I think 3.3, 3.4 dungeons have been a, a big step up, at least in turn. Yeah. They said they just like, we're trying to add a few things here and there, but they specifically call their own dungeons boring. Like, because mm -hmm. they said they just wanted to crank out the same type of dungeon over and over again. Which is good because that's self-awareness, which means yeah. they're not Absolutely. like, oh, well, we, we are going to do that. No, they have the budget yeah. now, so they're like, fuck it, we have the budget. Let's go nuts with this shit now. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's going to mean for dungeons, raids, 24-mans, 8-mans, Eureka, which we'll talk about in a little bit? I really hope, I really, really hope it means more variety in content tiers. So maybe like normal dungeons and savage dungeons, you know, easy, normal, hard mode raids, you know. More... And that's something we'll talk about in a little bit because they had a few mm -hmm. thoughts to say about that. What about you, Sly? Stale. Uh, stale was the word. Not boring. Stale. Hmm. An alternative way of looking at dungeons. Basically, the conversation we had maybe what two, three weeks ago about what they can do to change dungeons and all these ideas that we had. Something like that. Like more expansive, more options, more choice in what you do in a dungeon. Um, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So let's try to break that down a little bit more specifically and talk about some of the other things. So, challenging new dungeons, the exact words, challenging. <laughs> which I, makes me laugh, new dungeons. This is where they called their own dungeon stale, and they said they, they've been adding things here and there, but that they're still too stale. And they want to really spice them up with new features and new mechanics. What, how are they going to do this? Do you think that this is strictly a, a, an actual hard mode type thing, dungeons, where they're actually a hard mode? Do you think it's a savage type thing, which their community's been requesting for quite some time in terms of having a really difficult four-man piece of content? Where are we going with the word challenging new dungeons? I think it'd be interesting if they started to tie in things that weren't necessarily just um, combat. You know, maybe like a puzzle here and there or a little more exploration and figuring things out, you know, to get through a dungeon just so, outside of just fighting things. 
so POTD on a smaller like dungeon like scale. Palfoot yeah. of the Dead's been very successful. So I don't see why you can't take things that were successful there. You don't mm. want to overuse the same thing. Yeah. Right. But you but you've gotten the idea now that you don't just need to do things a single way. At the very least, you've figured mm -hmm. that out. Uh he, they did bring up the fact that um that's fine. That's fine. Okay, Sly just needs to go grab some water real quick. His he doesn't have a voice right now, guys, so let's let's give let's give him some, some slack on that one. I'm starting to lose mine. I don't know why how I haven't for me. They uh Yeah, they just they they, they just they gotta do something different. I think they know that at this point. Do you think do you think it's still two dungeons a patch though? But way more interesting dungeons? The eternal optimist in me wants to say three, maybe. That'd be really cool, but probably two. Do you think that it's okay if they're two? Because one of the reasons they started doing those stale dungeon designs was because they knew people were going to be running them over and over again to cap. Mm -hmm. Do you think this means longer dungeons that are more rewarding versus short dungeons that are meant to be spammed repeatedly? I think longer dungeons. Something a little more uh, meaty, maybe with better rewards, so that time investment means more, but you're spent more doing one thing instead of the same thing over and over quicker. Is that better, though, is the question. Is spending oh, more time oh. doing the same thing do better than doing the same thing again repeatedly. I would say doing the same thing longer is better than quick and... Right, chat, be sure to share your thoughts on that as well. Mm. So challenging new dungeons is the first thing. High-end raids was the next. High-end raids. They did not tell us what the new raid was. They only told us that there will be one. Mm -hmm. They didn't even say there was only one, to be fair. But the big discussion here was the lack of the, the balance between easy and hard rates. That was the key thing. Mm -hmm. They specifically mentioned about two or three ideas. One of them seems to be the idea that received the most praise was the idea of doing a story and a hard mode, sort of like what the creator savages or what coil was in terms of difficulty in the even patches. And then in the odd patches going the second coil route and adding a super difficult. So still now it's three difficulty tiers, but not delivered yeah. at once. Mm -hmm. It's, a mid it's a it's an easy and a mid tier and then a hardcore and the hardcore is released when all the other mid tier content is released which is what you usually the yeah. odd numbered patches are for do you is this the right way or would you rather have it a different way would you rather have like the coil way where it's one difficulty and that's the story etc cetera, etc cetera? i i'm kind of a fan of this idea i think it might be pretty solid honestly well what what about it what what about that idea sort of resonates with you so i mean for me personally, um, like I used to be a you know hardcore savage raider. I did uh, second coil savage back in 2.0. Um, but <laughs> the idea of having sort of a mid core to chew on, because I, I really enjoyed uh, binding coil for what it was. Um, it was challenging, but it wasn't too hard. You all right? <laughs> all right. Um, and so the idea of having like this mid core to kind of chew on for a bit in the patch and get, you know, get kind of warmed up and then the next patch having something really hard to chew on after you've completed the mid core. I think that's nice because then it's like, well, I got, I got that mid core tier done. And now this entire next patch, I can just go ham on this really hard content. And then when we finish that, it'll be time for the next tier. Slide to bring you up to date. And sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> wrong, 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 uh, wrong throat hole. Wrong path. Wrong path. I'm going to do it uh, correctly. I don't know why I, <coughs> how I did it incorrectly, but whatever. Anyway, it just sounds like I took a shot of like of like vodka or something. This is how I lose my voice. Anyway, to catch slide to speed. 
-hmm. we're talking about their approach to high-end raids like what approach mm -hmm. we'd like to see most what what approach would you like to see most of the high-end raids just i'm not even gonna list the options again just think back to what they said Quail. Quail? Like, i want to keep it simple you want one difficulty, and that's the story at the same time. Would you be okay with Coil, the difficulty it is releasing, and then a month later, maybe in the next batch, the story mode comes out so everyone can get to it? That's essentially the same thing as we did with Coil. Um, because they echo it. Yeah, they echo and they nerf it. To they the echo it. Yeah. They, yeah. And so there's really no need to even have a second mode. I mean, again, that goes back to the whole thing of excluding a lot of people, excluding them from the story. But... Uh, I think it's like a lot of people kind of preferred that. And I mean, well, it wasn't necessarily broken. It just, you know, excluded a lot of people. And it, albeit you're comparing it to a story that nobody was really interested in until the last tier of it. Because everybody was interested in Cole. Yeah, that's kind of true. I wasn't really interested in Alexander until I was interested to see where it was going, but only because I hadn't been I hadn't been roped in yet, and I just needed to right. see it through. Yep. Right. All right. That's I can understand that. Mm -hmm. um, they also mentioned twenty four man raids, but they barely mentioned them at all. Uh, There's a lot of praise and a lot of people cheered Ozma once again as sort of the the sort of baseline that they they should design twenty four man bosses by. Something that totally, if 24 people just don't screw up, you'll, you'll take it down. No big deal. It doesn't mm -hmm. need a huge amount of investment in terms of, you know, coordination. Just a minimum mm -hmm. amount, but still a great fight visually and mechanically. Yeah. And then they go to show uh, off at the battle panel the, the one form. The and savage it, form. The yeah. savage form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, they, they, they are really playing with that idea of actually releasing Savage Savage uh, Ozma as his own standalone fight, which I'm okay with as long as it's something that will reasonably be approachable by mid-core. By mid-core players. Just make it eight men. Don't. I don't know. Oz, Ozma's, Ozma's original design for his mechanics is just so focused around scale around the scale don't, of 24 man yeah. you know unless you're gonna stick him in a different arena i don't know if i but that's agree the problem that, trying to do savage content with 23 other ads <laughs> really do you really think that's gonna go down i don't know i could see like 24 man they add uh, basically he floats up into the air and starts and starts uh, doing uh he starts casting curse and the only way to get up to attack him is to capture is to capture nine friendly animals <laughs> <laughs> and and bring them and, cr and create the rainbow bridge to, to get up to him so you can get melee range. I'm down. Right. I'm down for that in Savage 24, man. I could trust 24 other people for somebody to grab a fucking rabbit off the ground and bring it to one spot. I think I could trust people with that. Remember, you're asking for this. I just want, I just want to make you aware that you and a lot of the community are asking for this. So when we get this, when we get Savage Ozma, it doesn't work out because of one or like two al other alliances. At least they didn't yes. go back and spend more on making the entire raid savage. <laughs> then at least they only did it on one boss. They got they got three times the budget, man. They could they could figure it out. Mm -hmm. I believe. I wonder what the budget is on the individual patches now. Like that's that's I'm curious. Ooh, yeah. Like yeah. You know. I'm, uh, it might it might say on the investors page. I don't know. I got. I think that. I think they're gonna be as meaty. And awesome as that beef jerky. 
Don't bring up the jerky, man. I'm still Don't bring up the, the, the meat weed. The, the meat weed right the there. Weed. We got it. Yeah, Yoshi did say don't complain if they make it too hard. <laughs> and I'm glad he said that shit too. I'm so glad. What do I can what do I consider mid-core? If you could beat Sophia A9, A10, at least, I'd say that that, that puts yeah. you in that qualification. Yeah. 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 I'd say that I'd honestly say the whole raid tier, other than maybe pieces, individual mechanics, I'd say are are more hardcore than mid-core than the entire bosses this tier. Right. So mm -hmm. um Something, any, anything Creator Savage other than some of the mechanics of A11 and A12, I'd, I'd consider mid-core. Even if you haven't beaten it yet. That's that's a matter of time investment versus individual skill. It's, that's, yeah, that's I'd a totally agree. Different level. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd go with that. Uh, what else do we have? So, they didn't tell us what the 24-man raid would be. Only that it would be very familiar to those of us who enjoyed Classic. Like, it would be... They wanted all the raids and the dungeons to pull a lot of references back from the old-school Final Fantasy. So, it's going to have a very old-school Final Fantasy theme. Are we going to be fighting on... No. I, I think um, I know. I think okay. I know. What? All right. A giant Magitech factory. Okay. I want all Amigo itself to be the raid for me. I want I want the liberation. Do you have a story mode now? Put the fucking use it in the story. Like that's the whole point of having a story mode. So you're saying you don't want to see them like take Don't do what you do with Alexander and just give us a cutscene at the end of four point be like, by the way, this other thing exists. Right. Like legit just the make let's go into all amigo and and just Take down aspects of it, you know, push against the Garleans, push them back, take the city back, done. Or Omega. It's going to be one of the two. Well, see, that's, that's why I think, like, a Magitech factory would be kind of cool, you know, where if they have it on, like, the outskirts of Alamigo or something, we go in there and fuck shit up and, like, break it down so they can't supply, you know, all this crazy Magitech armor and technology and shit so we can take the city, right, for the 24-man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That'd be cool. All right. Then we have Eureka the Forbidden Land. Now, have you both, have either of you played Final Fantasy 3? Not 6 as in 3. I mean 3 as in 3. Nope. Oh, but I know of it. Fucking time ago. Could have been that long. I mean, Final Fantasy 3 was either out in Japan or you played it on, like, the Steam, the, the DS remakes or something. Again, a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I guess the DS remake was a pretty long time ago. I was still in high school at the time. Yeah. Um, Eureka the Forbidden Land is a, is an optional dungeon in Final Fantasy III under the Crystal Tower, uh -huh. which, by the way, I would just want to go back to the final cutscene of the Crystal Tower storyline where Nero throws his gauge under into the pit below and it starts registering a power, which could have been a teaser to Eureka all that long. And even back then, they said, we do have plans for Eureka, which means it could have mm -hmm. been planned for 4.0 when that cutscene was made in 2.5. Right. So it's feasible, but we'll need confirmation on that. Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be the evolution of what the diadem was supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be. And yeah. that's concerning and curious at the same time, because the diadem proved itself to be, for lack of a better word, horrible. And it's getting its second chance in 3.5 when the new zone comes out. And it's revamped. And then this is, while it's like exploratory missions, is classified as its own thing. They specifically mention there may be a boss in there that, I don't know, maybe only spawns once every three days or something like that. You know. H&M. H&Ms. Uh, there's been a long outcry from players to have more content that feels like it's in an open world area. 
Mm -hmm. Would Eureka be that open world area? Or is it just a zone like the Diadem? I think it's going to be open world. Okay. As open world as one zone yeah, could be, yeah, to be yeah. clear. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, going Diadem. Diadem. Going better Diadem. I think it's instanced with a time limit, and it's just the yeah. better version. Okay. Yeah, because there, there's going to be like a bunch of loot and stuff there that, like, like with the open world area seem kind of broken. Like, if you were just able to go there, like, freely as an open world area and just go hand in terms of what you, unless they cap off what you get out of it weekly. But what would you want to get out of it? Gear. Gear? Would Not you, do, do you think it, do you think they could reasonably make it gear that we desire to get while also having all these other options in the form of dungeons, tombstones, raids, as, the dead, all that? As, are you saying in, um... In Eureka, do you think they could, do you think they could create a reward structure there that's adequate? As opposed to the diadem, as opposed gear. to what our diadem is. Like yeah, as now. opposed to the random gear you get in mm-hmm. diadem. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think they could. Okay. Do you think that boss that's seventy? Okay. Before I even talk about the boss, what are your expectations of what you'll actually be doing in there? Is it just going to be? Am I killing dinosaurs for fucking eight hours? Because I don't want to do that again. <laughs> What's your expectation of what gameplay is in there? The, um, one question that I had okay. is it. Strictly going to be battle jobs. Is it just no, going to strictly? I think it's going to be battle jobs only. Battle. That, that's what I'm asking. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily going to be like an item where you can take a gatherer. And, mm-hmm. you know, I always I always like the idea of the reason you have gatherers is they can dig up buffs for the party, like drop rate increases or, or increase. Yeah, I've that always, would be interesting. I've always that liked that be... idea. It's efficient to have a gatherer in one of your, one gatherer in your party going around, and while he can get his own stuff while he's there, oh, maybe mm-hmm. you hit this mining point, and when you hit this mining point, you know, max health goes up by 10% for five minutes or something like right. that. Or, you know, yeah. I don't know why they never did that. So if they do that in Eureka, I'm fine. If they do that in the rework, I'm fine. But I don't. I think it's going to be battle jobs only. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just the feeling. That yeah. I have. Uh, what was the other thing? So the other thing that was later brought up was the relic quest line, and they specifically said that they may change the approach of it to instead of doing it like an old content to revitalize it. Mm-hmm. They can they have Wonders Tales for that now. They can expand on Wonders Tales if they really want to do that. They don't need to use the relic quest. Unless they right. really want to like overpop, I think they kind of realize Relic Quest doesn't fix that because people just make parties of eight and go spam the same content. It doesn't actually pop. It doesn't always populate it more. It pushes mm-hmm. a lot of people to structure the content. And Wonders Tales kind of does the same mm-hmm. thing, so it's still a bit of a concern. Right. But the big thing is they said they might just make the Relic weapons something that's done, or the next iteration something that's done in Eureka. Eureka is where you go when you want to create that weapon. And that makes sense because in Final Fantasy III, Eureka had legendary weapons that were hidden in its depths. Wouldn't that take away from the other content? That's the question. Do they have something else for mm-hmm. old content? Do they find Wonder's Tale sufficient? Or did they just, not, deter- or did they just, just determine that Relic alone is not going to be something that... Because, re- I mean, let's let's even just look at the most recent step. They're talking about revitalizing old content, right? Yes, the, uh, sand, the sand step, like of this most recent one that goes up to 240. Uh, yes, right. the sand step gets you doing certain things. But what does it get you doing? It gets you doing fucking leave solo or... or gathering yeah. materia and then you go do a thorochemical research facility for fucking 10 days and then that's it <laughs> yeah. what, what kind of revitalization of old content is that it's not it's mm-hmm. not even re- revitalization of old content one perfect example example i can think of was yokai watch you had 
all these pre-selected zones that they they handpicked for it. Uh, and say you wanted to, like you were leveling something and you wanted to go do Northern Dan Book Club. You couldn't. I mean, people were there, but it was just everybody was doing Yokai Watch and Northern Dan was not included in that. So when I say it's going to kind of outshine or outcast the other content, I mean, you know, leveling or doing stuff on in other locations. And I, I think they'll add short-term things like Yokai Watch to old content again. Just to, like, they'll use maybe seasonal events to get people, not always fates, but doing old content in general. Right. Okay. I could see that. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think that it matters that much that we have, like, we have roulettes. People do roulettes every day mm -hmm. when they log in. Yes. Do we need anything that just forces us back into Crystal Tower? Or could they just reduce the amount of people that are needed? Or it's it's, necess it's necessity to unlock things? Or is... Was, is that the approach they should just focus on making new content and not getting us to do old content i mean new content hands down yeah people will do that stuff you know even even like even if people aren't necessarily doing it like any given day the community still comes together and tries to make it happen like the subreddit has like a sunday crystal tower thing and, and yeah where is our 24 man roulette that we've been asking for for god knows how long mm -hmm. that's the other thing you make a roulette for it people fucking do it that's do all it. that's literally all you need to get somebody doing old content you make a roulette for it yep that's that's, that's exactly. stood the Toss test of time Toss 40 40 of the current tone boom i'll do it done all right or it's on wonder's tales anyway that I'll also do. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think there was too much more. We already covered the fourth residential area inventory, PS3. Uh, they mentioned uh, they mentioned the campaign for the free upgrade for PS3 to PS4 uh, mm -hmm. earlier. And uh, also that they were getting rid of, like, old. they weren't supporting, like, super old CPUs anymore. Like, and that they yeah. really wished they didn't have to support 32-bit yeah. OSs uh, anymore. Did we talk about the revitalization of the battle system and well, the thing is, we can talk about that, but we really only have enough information to kind of, like, we can't, we can't say anything definitively. All we can say is they're looking, and they've said this before, this isn't, like, this actually wasn't that big of a new reveal. They were like, oh, we're going to look at the old skills that nobody uses anymore and see if we could get rid of them or make them do something else. Mm -hmm. And... My thing is... Oh, go ahead. And they're changing the cross-class system, which is further pushing classes out of the game, by the way. To the point where it is actually pointless to have classes in the game. And I'm going to say even further, the lore book that's back there doesn't even mention the classes outside of the guilds that exist for them. They are literally pushing classes as far out of the game as possible, and this is only furthering that. So, slide go. Um, yeah, just the revitalization. Like, what really can you do other than push classes out? to revitalize the battle system in, in general. Like, are we talking CDs? Like, what are, we, what are we really talking about? We're talking about, do you know how the new roll cross-roll system works? Or yeah. at least the way they described it? Yeah. D to tell me. What, I want to hear what you think, because they didn't give us a full definitive answer. They just, they just said <laughs> that they're, instead of cross-class abilities, some abilities would be set to a role, and you could choose them out of the role. So to me, that tells me like... It's just going to be the things that make sense on the jobs that... Like you, provoke. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have to level Gladiator gonna, to 22 no, to get provoke yeah. anymore. You would automatically get yeah. it. Yeah. 
It's like, you're and, a tank. You should fucking have provoke. Why am I making yeah. you level two jobs to get this? But at the same time, ability? yeah. But yeah. at the same time, there are those cross-class skills that you're going to need, that, that you need to level something else for. Like, for Doom, of course you want a uh, fucking internal. But they said they were trying or, to make it simpler, and that yeah. sounds more complicated uh, is the yeah. problem. So yeah. that's why it's not entirely clear. The way I interpreted it is this. They're breaking down all of the skills that are cross-class now into categories. And if you fit in one of those categories, you get that ability. For example, if mm -hmm. you're a caster, healer or DPS, you get swift cast, you get sure cast. You know, those okay. are normal. Yep. You're a tank. You're going to get awareness. You're going to get provoke. provoke. You're going to get foresight, Kappa. You're going <laughs> to... That's an ability that needs a, that's an ability that needs some assessment right there. You mean that little tin. Yeah, little I mean it's not so bad nowadays because we have higher armor values, but still, it's still it's a paper piece yeah. of armor. It's, it's better than it was. It's better than it was. It's still a paper piece. And then a, a melee, all the all the physical DPS, including melee and range, would get invigorate. But maybe only the melee DPS get internal. I'm not internal release. I was going to use a different example, and I forgot. Um, but now it might mean that, like, let's say all the physical DPS get internal release. Does that mean the tanks don't get it anymore? Oh, please, no! Think about it. <laughs> exactly. Dude, all, the war all, the warriors, all the warriors are like, what the fuck? And then does that mean, is second wind considered, like, a DPS, uh, like, personal cooldown for healing? Does that mean that second right. wind wouldn't go on tanks? Right. It makes sense for it to go on tanks, but there's a lot of confusion as to what's... What would be considered an ability that they would keep in a role versus what is an ability that may not exist for you anymore? Mm -hmm. And goad is a cross-class skill that only gladiator and marauder can cross-class right now. Does that mean goad is now going to be cross-class? Is that like there's a great lack of information? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, I don't know what to think of it because none of this made it sound like I was pressing less buttons ultimately, and that's what they're trying to do. They said there's new skills. They confirmed new skills. So then W crossbar is going to make sense. But they said that they are, that you're not going to need more buttons to play the game. I still, like, why would they future-proof themselves like that by adding the W crossbar? They're, they're just going to tell us here. That That's more of a personal thing. Like, I've already seen myself like, as a controller player. I don't need it, but I'm just making use of it. Like, when I play Healer Happy, mm -hmm. I just, I've now right. taken abilities that were otherwise not on it, and I just stuck it on it. So I don't think it's like, hey, we have these extra slots because you have new skills. It's Maybe you want to play it differently, or maybe you want to play differently, or maybe this is more comfortable for you, or something like that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that's the thing. There's already a huge skill bloat. There has to reduce. They have to reduce the number of skills. Mm -hmm. But this didn't. I could. I didn't get that that much out of this. That's my problem. No. No. So I feel like there's something they're not telling us. A lot of things they're not telling yeah. us. That yeah. we're gonna find out at the other fan fest. You know, what we're gonna find out at the next fan fest. Red Mage. <laughs> Which we already yep. I wanted to leave that for the end because that discussion about Monk and Dancer earlier is kind of outshined by the fact that Red Mage is all but confirmed. Don't you fucking do what I think you're about to do. No, I have I have one thing to say. So let's just consider that Ida's a monk, okay? Two monks. Hashtag two monks. Um what if someone said this to me? I forget who. Someone at FanFest, if you're out there, you said this to me, and I was like, that's a fucking smart idea. What if the reason her aura is red. I it's blue. Shut the fuck up. I knew it yeah. was going. I knew it was coming. Shut up. We're done. I already had this discussion earlier. Yeah. Shut up. Do you know? Have you not done the monk quest line? Uh, yeah, I've done it. 
Okay. You know that chakra is split up into two different auras, right? Well, it's not red like that, though. That's why it's technically light well, and darkness. Technically, the two auras are light and darkness. Stormblood. Yeah, so maybe she's Stormblood, so it's red. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. That has nothing to do with red and blue mage. Get out of here with that shit. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to say that. I was just I, saying. No, you were going to say that. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Were, you were already going in that direction. No, I was saying it's like maybe she has like a Stormblood aura or some shit, like some crazy monk royalty shit. I don't know. You know how many people told me maybe she's a red mage because the aura is red? You know how many people gave that to me? More than you'd think. Red mages use rapiers. That's well. That's she's got that. the she's got the thing coming out of her gauntlet, man. That's, that's it. She's not a red mage. She's not a red mage. Got it. No. I hope it's just Monkets new stance. Anyway, all the same. They say new jobs. Now the first thing new jobs had only two silhouettes. I do not have the new jobs tab from Heavensward to reference. I actually might, but uh, if I, if I do, I do. I do. Why do you still have that, and why are you awesome? Okay. Uh, I might actually still have it now that I think about it, um, but it would be on that hard drive, which is not plugged into my computer right now, not my current hard drive, to see if there were three silhouettes in that one versus the two silhouettes we had here. But when those two silhouettes came up on the screen, Yoshi P's like, man, it's really, it's really hot in here. Oh, man, I gotta take this jacket off. Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, I really like Marvel movies. Scarlet Witch shirt. For those who don't know, Scarlet is a synonym for the color red. And a witch, sort of like a mage. If it's not red mage, seriously, I'm going to punch someone in the fucking face. If they go, Mystic Knight, I'm going to be like, you're an asshole. And <laughs> if they go, Psychic, I'm going to be like, you're an asshole. Please, just just red mage. Just do it. Just, just let it be. Just let it yep. be. How do you guys feel about red mage? Where's it going? Melee, caster, healer. Melee support. So like ninja? Ninja's no, kind of... Closer to a bard or machinist, but melee. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Because think, like, Final Fantasy XI, refresh. Bards oh, yeah. literally well, have for refresh. me, I, that's why I compare like, to ninja, because ninja's got code, okay. red ninja, yeah, 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 refresh. Yeah, yeah. I imagine them yeah. working pretty much the same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Thanks, uh, What about you, Sly? Melee support. That's the only thing that Melee really made sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. I accept that. I, I mean, it's like melee caster, but still along the same vein. More like a ninja yeah. where they have a dedicated type of tool that they utilize mm -hmm. with ninja being enmity and, and resources mm -hmm. and red mage being, you know, MP and something else. Yeah. It could also be like an aesthetic thing too, where like you have your combo, maybe you do like, you know, a few sword swings and you cast like a fire spell or whatever, you know, it could just be like yeah. a... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways that could go, but not a healer. We all yeah. agreed. Not a, we all said not a healer. Oh, I don't think they need another healer after the, the debacle thing, that was Astrologian, to be honest. The yeah. one thing people touched on uh, was if they, um, if they are melee, what would their invigorate do? Would it be for MP they, or... See, stick? I think they would primarily focus on using MP. I don't think they'd be like Dark Knight where it's a mix of TPMP. I feel right. like mm -hmm. they're, they're going to strictly use MP as a resource for like everything. Okay. You yeah. know what they could do too is they could have something like clemency, you know, kind of like a support heal that they can like kind of throw out occasionally because some white magic can't be red mage without white magic. So. And the good news is, if it's melee support, fuck off, dancer. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's just no dancer, guys. I actually would like dancer. It's just that's not a dancer in trailer. Anyway, um, 
The other job is completely unconfirmed at this point. And even the tip that we received, and I know where you're going with this, the main villain, Xenos Ye Galvis, the, the leader of the 12th Legion, and, by the way, a member of the Royal Bloodline, which means he technically would have been a, a potential successor to the entire Empire. He is, without a doubt, a samurai. <laughs> he literally oozes samurai. The question is, does that mean we get it? I have, I have a thing to say. Okay, he has a thing to say. I have a thing to say. So, in the lore book, we find out that there is a kingdom in Othard called Dalmasca. And this guy is the uh, legatus of the goddess, whatever the fuck, of the 12th legion. And yeah. Dalmasca is from 12. What if samurai is like a Dalmascan thing and he's from there? And that's why he knows. So that's actually where I want to touch on because we've already discussed that any leader of a specific legion represents that Final Fantasy game. That's why Nail dropped a meteor when he was of the 7th. Gaius mm -hmm. is the original 1 to 14, so he's, a, he's got his own motivations with the primals mm -hmm. and cleansing Eorzea. Mm -hmm. We have Regula, who's obsessed with the Warring Triad, and he's part of the 6th. And that seems to be a trend that's going to continue. Yeah. With this guy being the 12th, I agree. I pretty much agree with you head on. I also want to believe his name is actually Bosch von Ronsenberg of Dalmasca. But anyway, um, Don't believe on that's, his, that's his original name, but now they've given him the name this but he's part of the royal bloodline so the thing is he can't be from dalmasca yeah that's Maybe the one he conquered thing it and like he may have learned the art from there but because he's a member of the royal bloodline he is a born and raised garlean yep pure blood yeah from the first ever ruler of their empire so please keep that in mind mm -hmm. as well do we think it's samurai though and do we think those are the only two jobs no there's no to which there's a third what is it Please tell me. Don't say dancer. <laughs> Hashtag two months. No, no, I don't think it's dancer. Um, I people believe blue mage. I still don't believe that. I at this point, I don't know. I mean, they could really be fucking with us and just give us dancer. Like you could. I'm I'm not last. opposed to it. It's just not a dancer in yeah. the trailer. <laughs> It's not a dancer in this trailer. No, you're right. Um, I think it's two jobs. I think they've proven themselves incapable of giving us a, another healer at this time and at this point in time. And I, they, it took them almost the entire expansion to get Astrologian to a point where it could compete. And then they spent an extra patch buffing it past the point where now it's superior. Mm. And so they literally have proven. And it, the t three tanks, yeah, Paladin sometimes gets shit on. Even I shit on from time to time. You know what? Paladin's always had its use. It's always been that solid one to go with. And Dark Knight's still yeah. sort of the, um, the higher mastery one mm -hmm. that fills a similar role but has a few benefits. And that's really down more to fight design of them putting out too much magic damage in the game. And things that can't be fucking blocked. Yeah. I feel like they're more capable of adding a new tank than they are. And by the way, a Samurai tank or DPS, guys. Tank. Uh, please tank. Please, uh, please make it a tank. Tank. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna be the one to say it. Tank. And I know a lot of people right now are still wondering why we don't consider like one class branching off to two jobs. We said it earlier. They said back in 2.3 that they received overwhelming feedback. Don't do it. <laughs> After Summoner Scholar and the way that balance worked with that job, don't do it. I do believe Samurai will be a tank. 
I'm still saying DPS. Everyone in chat, DPS. I'm still saying DPS. Dicking with tank, especially because the problem. So the thing is, there's a pro. There's there's something that supports it, and there's something that goes against that. One is they said Samurai was supposed to be the tank of 3.0, but they instead did Dark Knight. Which makes it sound like it could very easily just be made a tank after that. But the problem is they probably spent the idea and the design of Samurai and, and its effective role on Dark Knight. Like, they probably already knew what they wanted to do, sort of, but they didn't decide the job and then design it. They probably had some sort of rough outline. Mm -hmm. So they may have used all their Samurai tank ideas on Dark Knight to some degree. We don't know, though. I think it's not ex – I think it's their job to fucking figure out a new way of designing a tank, so – Hard and the thing is, like, having two DPS, I feel like that'd be kind of rough, especially on Qs. Like, really level just the tank. <laughs> that'd be a little strange, but, I mean, could happen. Yeah, they sold stuff in 11, why not, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. I don't think there's a third job. I think it's those two. And the thing is, the irony is they have triple the budget, and I'm like, nah, they're only doing two, <laughs> two jobs. It's more about the amount of time it takes, not the amount of money it costs. Because they say it takes about them about one year to create a job. And doing Ninja to then the three jobs was awful. And they didn't even, like, clearly the three job thing didn't work out that well. So I think it's two. I think it's two jobs. And they spend all the other money and time on making the content better and not giving me another job I leveled 70 and don't touch. Yep. I would uh, rather have – sorry, go ahead, Sly. But who's to say how long they've been working on? Like, when exactly they started working on these jobs, we don't know they've teased them for a while like we've known about we had speculated for all this time we don't know when they start developing these jobs unless they tell us probably like, immediately upon the launch of the expansion after they got back from their vacation <laughs> mm -hmm. at least started figuring out what they wanted to do i feel like that's immediately right mm -hmm. um what about the idea it could be either or able to do both what if Red Mage is able to do two roles? What if that's a thing? But same job, but they just able to pick one of the two and then play like that. Like Sect. I mean, Think of it like Sect, how you pick it at the beginning of the fight. Yeah. And then it modifies the way your skills work. Let's not rule that out. That would be that's really interesting. But I don't know how it would work out too well. Unless you got locked into said role when you entered like content. Otherwise, you could be like, oh, suddenly I'm a full-fledged DPS, you know? Well, that's what Warrior does. <laughs> Make you in his tank. And that's... <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. Make you in his tank. is like, I guess I'll let the things hit me, but I'm here to fucking kill shit, bro. Let's that's go. right. That's right. That's yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm talking about right now. It could be like Blue that. Yes. DPS. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So those are the – I'm pretty sure there's, like, a few little details here and there that we missed in that opening keynote. But honestly, after the opening keynote, I literally did like one thing at the event and then I just talked to people the whole time. I know you only did one thing on the first day. We all know that, Mary, at this point. Mr. Merch over there. Yep. So fun. So fun. Did you ever, did you do any challenges while you're at FanFest? I did the 24 Warrior. Oh, you were in that? Oh, Where the fuck yeah. were you? I didn't see you. <laughs> I was on the opposite side and a few seats down from Xeno. I didn't see you. So, Oh, you must have been one of the warriors that knew that going into Defiance and using Equilibrium could heal you. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll talk about that when we yeah, talk about Saturday because yeah. yeah, I got yeah. some words about that 24-man challenge, man. Uh, Sly, what did you do? For the so, so Sly and I, we went and did the 24-man Proto Ultima after. For those who don't know Proto Ultima, as a Sly has a fate where you have to kill a Rafflesia-looking mob. What most people don't know is that if you get there early enough in the in the fate's lifespan, there's a proto there's a Proto Ultima flying around shooting lasers at the different islands. Um, and this was an encounter against him in what appeared to be a portion of Azazla, and it was it was fun. I mean, it wasn't cha- it wasn't that challenging. It was basically mm-hmm. Ultima twenty four man mode with a few extra things in there. But yeah. I don't know. I think Sly and me got world first because we were the yeah. first group to enter, and then we killed it in one attempt. So I think we were world first. Can I get a world first ban, please? Yes, world first. There you go. Mary already did it. Boom on top of it. What do you think about that fight? <sighs> In comparison to 2014 with Odin, not that challenging. Well, that's expected. Odin also only had like a 20 to 30 percent clear rate because it was like an actual primal. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. That's what I wanted. I wanted that kind of difficulty. It, this is just something kind of face rolled over. Just because I think, like, I think you really face rolled over because it was it was 24 man. But do you know why yeah. it was face roll? Because there was no why? fucking shirt for beating it. Is that why you're gonna? Is that what you're gonna? Put I on seriously, it? once I found out there were no shirts for any of the events, I was like, "Well, fuck that! I'm, <laughs> I'm not standing in line for a fucking stamp and a triple triad card. I'm gonna go to eat and drink and talk to people. That's what I'm gonna mm-hmm. do." Right. But yeah, like I kind of felt, I wouldn't say cheated. But uh, I wanted more out of it. Like we're gonna, we're eventually gonna get it in, in, um, in game. I don't know when, and we'll face roll it then. But unless people don't know what to do with praise, um, dude, those praise were the biggest disaster <laughs> of the entire. Thing. That was the only problem that people had with it was praise. That uh, that was it. Mm. Nothing. Everything else was it was just one giant tank thing. What about you, Mary? How did your experience go after you got out of the merchandise line? Um, I saw Akmar. Well, I mean, with, with, yeah, with Proto Ultima, I mean, though. Oh, oh Proto Ultima. Well, I didn't do it. Oh, you did, you did it Saturday? Yeah, I only did it yeah. on Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. All right, that's fine. So what did you do after you got out of that merchandise line? Out of the line, I started walking away, and I met Akmar, and that was really cool. And then um, what did I do? I think I went back to my room and laid down for a bit because my feet were fucking killing me and then just went out and drank wake up drank faded <laughs> yeah you don't have the voice to do that right now him and i were doing that like and a thursday night like every time every, said, time every time he took a sip i was like faded <laughs> there you go that's what that's what i'm talking about yeah um uh, yeah that was the, I don't oh, know. What did you do on Thursday? You did something else on Thursday. So didn't you go and do some of the one of the other events? No, we're talking Friday, though, right? I'm sorry, Friday. Yeah. No, Friday. Uh, after that, we had to wait a few hours, and we just kind of shot the shit before we got on stay on um, live stream. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. You did something else on Friday, didn't you, Sly? We did it, but I wanted you to be the one who told everyone. Yes, That's, we. That was my tell. I sent you a whisper tell. in yeah, real that was, life. That was a horrible whisper. Yeah, um, but yeah we uh, were on the official 
uh, Square Enix uh, Final Fantasy XIV in this live stream, and like, yeah. I'm, I'm still amazed at that. Like that they chose us to do it. That that still it's still humbling to me. Yeah, I uh, I reached out to us about a week prior and asked us to to be there about 15 minutes before two o'clock for that segment. After they had like. They told us they need to confirm it, but when they did, that's what the plan was. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we, we we wanted to comment on Proto Ultima, but I guess they didn't queue in for a fucking whole hour, like, on those that computer set, because we couldn't yeah. get it for whatever reason. So, uh, we sat there, we talked about State of the Realm, the origin of State of the Realm, what it's like being on Twitch. Uh, we talked about the trailer, and we tried to squeeze some hashtag hot scoops out of Devin, and, he, and we were like, we know that we can't, because he'd be hashtag fired scoops. Fired, yeah. Yeah, hashtag fired scoops. Um, but it was, it was still a good time. It was nice just, first of all, it was nice sitting down for an hour. They were fantastic. Second yes. of all, uh, was it Aya or Chenin that gave us the cookies? <laughs> Oh, no, it was, it was it was Adam. Adam. It was, it was Adam. Adam. Yeah, it was Adam from Legal, not the other Adam, not the other Adam that we knew. The Adam from the Legal team. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you guys want a cookie? And I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll take a cookie. Yeah. Where's my cookie? You didn't. Well, you should have found didn't see Adam. Adam. <laughs> they were cookies like this big too. They were giant oh, chocolate chip cookies. Like those double tree cookies. Yeah, they were so good. They were so good. soft. Oh man, it was and moist. And moist. 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 This, this this show is very moist. Um, but yes, thank you, Aya, Shannon, uh, Matt, Devin, Tony. Devin, I know you guys are all everybody. part of the same team, so thank you. Thank you for having us on. Uh, a lot of pictures, a lot of good times, and thank you for this for the sitting down and the cookies, because that was good. That was definitely a highlight of it. And then we got to watch the dude who, like, couldn't fucking throw the, the thing. The piercing talent. <laughs> the piercing we talent. Dying. Yeah, we, we as, soon as, dying. as soon as they cut over to Aya, there was someone behind, the guy, behind her who was doing the, 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 the Odin, uh, I'm sorry, not the Odin, the Nidhogg uh, piercing talent. You, you have to throw a nerf friggin' spear in, into, like, a hole to kill him. And the whole time, maybe one, like, one of them went in. And it was, like, really embarrassing, so I apologize for the person standing behind Aya. But they – it was a bad showing, man. There's a reason. That was just – it was not good. It was just, we were like, he's not doing the animation correctly. you got to jump up in the air and then throw it once, once you have yeah. the momentum. And it was <laughs> – and it was, like, almost immediate. All four of us, like, all four of us sitting when they were cutting out Aya were like <laughs> – it's not good. We were just holding it in. We were just giggity. We were just holding it in. Yeah. Um, but after, did you do something after that slide? Because I know at that point my day was pretty much done, other than like done. Out, other than going out to eat and make and streaming for a little bit. I really didn't do a whole lot. I don't know about you. Yeah, I didn't do much. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, that was that was pretty much it for me. I feel like I did do something else. I just don't remember what it was. I mean, I oh, met. I did. I met so many people. I shook so many hands. I ate so much food. I drank alcohol. Like, I just don't remember anything specific. Oh, I had dinner that night. That's what I did. I had to go out mm -hmm. to dinner. I went out to dinner. We went out to dinner that night for the dream for the dream dinner. Yep, That's what we did. Got... Yeah. I oh. was trying to think about the convention, but we went out for the dream dinner that night. Mm -hmm. um, and we went to, yeah, Gyukaku. How's that pronounced? Yeah, Gyukaku. Are you sure? All right. I'm going to trust you on that one because Mel tells me I'm wrong and I'm just, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I actually, on his funny thing, as I didn't actually even go to the piano concert, I stood outside of the piano concert and listened to it from the hallway while talking to people. It was beautiful, though. I could hear it perfectly fine. I heard the answers. I was like. <laughs> I was pog champing IRL. Yeah. And the, honestly, guys, if you spend $30 on that stream for anything, between the piano concert, which I've now seen, and uh, and the Primals concert, those alone were $30 worth, man. Oh, yeah. Between yeah, that and all the you, news and everything, it was just – it was so good. And then Sokin played the piano rendition of the Sophia theme to boot. And he was dressed as – I think he was dressed as an Asian when he was – the white Asian when he was doing it as uh, – as, uh, what's his name? Elidibus. Uh, Elidibus, yeah. It was – fantastic for a value of $30 to get a Susan Calloway concert and the Primals concert at the same time. Uh, it's too bad it took forever for it to get archived. Anyway, Sokin also did Amdapur. Oh, that's right. He was dressed as Edda, wasn't he? He wasn't dressed was as a white Asian. He didn't look like it was a white Asian stuff. He looked he, like he was in like Conjurer garb or some shit. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. But he was dressed in white, but it didn't It didn't really look like Asian stuff was the thing. It didn't look like, like Red Mage either. Well, I mean, no shit mage. it didn't look like I mean, red mage i mean slot. white mage well, i don't know like red was, i don't know yeah. it wasn't like when he came when they came out as in the black assian armor two years prior like you knew it was assian armor mm -hmm. but did it have like a red kind yeah of he had white. a hood but it just i don't know the, the costume just looked lower quality than the la habrea and the assian costume he came out in two years ago when it was the black one yeah, he yeah, had the, he did have the mask. That's the thing. Okay. But mm -hmm. it's just I don't know. The whole costume looked way lower quality to the point where I had to other than the mask at the question whether or not. Yes, and uh the uh Sorry, he had the box though, that's right. The box. The box and the Kawaii, you know. It was alright. That was good. Sogan did a damn good job. I was like, this is what's he stealing the show? We you have a concert tomorrow <laughs> night, asshole. <laughs> And she's like, fuck it, I'm here, piano. It's a piano concert featuring Susan Calloway. Didn't say only Susan Calloway. Come on, guys. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, then we went out to a dream dinner for Gokaku, and I've never – I don't think Ethis has ever eaten so much food in, in one sitting in his life. I don't think we all have. That was Mary, went out, Mary had eaten before, so he just had a drink or two. And uh, it was me, Sly, Mary, Ethis playing Million Dollars Butt, on one side yep. of the arena yes <laughs> and i did say arena because that's how it felt because then on the other side you had you had miz you had braddock um northern lion uh, and uh and his girlfriend kate, kate were both there yeah um of course mel frosty. mel who set the whole thing up frosty and carora mm. were there yeah, yeah so and frosty was man that that was a lot of sake yeah, yeah. I, had. yeah I had to finish off the sake yeah. yeah, I know you yeah. did, and Ethis was help. Ethis had a ton of that. Plus, you ordered a bunch of beers, and it was good times. Million Dollars Butt was a fun was a fun game. You know they have a, a yeah. card. You know they have a card game version of that now, yeah. right? Yeah, they do. That would yeah. probably help. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have like a real card game version of it, like Cards Against Humanity kind of deal. Mm. Right. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Northern Lion was there. Uh. Northern Lion's girlfriend Kate, who I I met Northern Lion and Kate for the first time at FanFest. Um. Kate plays final fantasy 14 um because i i did the proto ultimate challenge with her again the next day because she didn't have anyone to do it with on the first day sly also came for that and then uh i i knew where yoshi p was going to be at a certain point somebody had tipped me off and i was like go there at six o'clock and sure enough there he was and we got our signatures and our pictures and whatnot yeah that was good 
Those are good times. Mm-hmm. I uh, I thought that uh, that that dinner was the epitome of everything. I don't. I just. I'm just glad to see. It was just great to have everyone having a good time. That was all we oh, wanted. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to have everyone yeah. have a good time, especially when the next day. Especially if you went to the LB par- LBR party afterwards. <sighs> I got stories about that. Oh, oh my God. man! Go ahead. Go I couldn't ahead. even go. I couldn't uh, even go because I was tired, and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to survive more than five minutes in this packed party." So. After we came back from the dinner, me and Ethis were going to sit down at the lounge in the Paris, and I tweeted out, like, hey, who wants to get some drinks? Like, nobody. Nobody. Everyone was at LBR. At the, at the LBR so I look at Ethis, and I'm like, should we go to LBR? And he's like, yeah. And so we fucking we catch a cab over there, and um, literally walking in the door, some guy is being carried out by the bouncers, fucking just like... Yeah, somebody out. in the chat just mentioned that people had to be carried. Yep. yep. Oh, I saw at least three people, I think, carried out. Yeah, that was, was that was the it story. was it was crazy. And we got there, and Ethis is like, "All right, I got to get rid of these freedom tickets," and he just started shoveling drinks at me. And freedom tickets meaning dollar bills, by the yeah, way, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. You know, Ethis gave me a ten a, a ten Australian dollar bill as a, as a as a gift. It's in my wallet. I have my wallet. Oh yeah, my wallet's actually right here. I should have it. Yep, there it is. Boop. Look at that. Here, that's for you guys. I gotta hold it up to the other camera. Oh and wow. Then, and then for them, yep. As a, as a little souvenir of Australia. And then there's someone else on the back. There you go. Ten dollar dues. There you go. Ten dollar Ten ten dollar dues. Yeah, what's this? I think this is the equivalent of about eight cents American. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something I mean, like I made that joke so many times this weekend. <laughs> yeah, looks counterfeit reported. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I hope he wasn't traveling with counterfeit money. That would suck for him when he goes back. Mm. Is that Monopoly money? Honestly, with how it's valued in Australia, yeah, it probably is Monopoly money. Probably. May as well be. <laughs> is that Ethis on the bill? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's that popular over there. That's a nice dollar do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, moving on. LBR party I heard was sick. I could, like I said, I couldn't go. I went, I went, cool. yeah, I, I, I worked that night and then I went to sleep because I was tired. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, we also, yeah. no, we also caught drinks with uh, Eric from Screen Enix. Um, that's right. That's right. And that's when I met Goka. I, so Goka, him and like a bunch of Elysium members come up because, and, and I'm talking with Layla again and they come up and he's one of them, and I don't know who it is. I just starts talking to me and they're like, yo, happy. What's going on, man? And I'm just like, hey, what's up? And I don't even know who the fuck I'm talking to at this point because he just, I just know. And five minutes later, he's like, yeah, I got to go find uh, the rest of us Gilgameshites. And I was like, yeah, speaking of Gilgamesh, I got to find, I got to find my like free company. Like I was supposed to go to dinner with, he asked me to go to dinner Goka. And he's like, dude, I am Goka. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's you. <laughs> And I was like, you're much taller than I thought you'd be and way less weeb. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing. We gauged a lot of people like when we met them based on how weeb we were. Like people thought I was I was more weeb or less weeb. And I was like, but you're, you're less weeb than I thought you would be. And it was like, this makes perfect sense. All right. Yeah, by the way, 10 Australian dollars is about $8 American. So it's not as bad of a conversion rate as I make it seem. I just know that everything's expensive there. It's not so much the conversion rate. It's that everything's like 200 Australian dollars. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You are. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how the conversation went. 
Uh, he's totally a weeb, but like he didn't look as weeb as I had anticipated. Because he was like, he's got a leather jacket on. His hair is styled really cool. He's tall. It's just like, he's just like, yeah, dude, what's going on, man? It's looking cool. Now, uh, Mary, where did you go after the LBR party? Um, I'm trying to think. Went, I'm I don't trying really to think or you're trying to remember. Trying to remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, at this, like, I had a little gathering in my room. Uh, mm. It's brought, like, members of this FCN and I had a few friends come over. Uh, Aya and some members of her, her FC came over and, like, we just had, like, a ton of fucking alcohol and like there was pizza there. It wasn't sad. Um, yeah, this pizza actually had meat on it. Um, mm. But yeah, like late late that night, we just my pizza had meat on it. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. So you know. I want to say I grabbed a few more drinks and then went back to my room, but I don't actually remember. <laughs> the question is, was he alone? Oh, Ooh. or did Atlas follow him? <laughs> oh man yeah now we know the answer anyway so uh conversion rate for weeb is one mr happy is now equal to three guys dressed as sailor Moon. all right <laughs> good, good, okay. good measurement right there wow. i like it i like it all right so that wraps up friday night and then saturday mm. was there was there's two major things saturday at least that i can think of off the top of my head one was well, three actually. One was the dream meet and greet, which was at two o'clock. And there was also, yes. by the way, the lore panel in the morning was okay, but like a lot of it was like, by the way, we don't want to make this book irrelevant, so let's talk about things that aren't in the book. But we'll talk about the book first for like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the PvP exhibition, which Yoshi P and team got fucking. An- to be fair, they, they didn't even try. Like they literally were doing like ranger poses and shit in the arena, and like just throw in the match. They knew that they were losing as soon as they signed up for that exhibition. And we knew whoever got to them was, I think I, everyone knew anyone who got to the final tier. Yoshi P plays black mage. Let's just say we know who their first target was. Yep. Yeah. So that got kind of fucked up. Um, but we were having our dream meet and greet during the latter half of the PVP exhibition. And God damn. That was cool. That was cool. Yes. Uh, it was just a wall of people between me, you, Mary, uh, Ethis, Ms. Sly. Ms. Just, yeah, it was it was intense. It's too I, bad. It's too bad we we couldn't coordinate that and like get a real like kind of section instead of standing out in a hallway. But yeah, I think it worked out all right. I uh, I had never signed anything prior to that, short of like a fucking check. So. That was a little interesting. I had to figure out a signature on the fly. I was like, Ugh. yo, you know what I, you know what I did? You know how in like third grade they used to teach us like they do the two solid lines and the dotted line, and they taught us how to, taught us how to do. I still sig- I do my signatures like that because it just looks nicer than anything that's gonna come out of my fucking. Head. <laughs> and I draw a smiley face next to it. Ethos has a fucking awesome signature. I know every he does. I, every time I sign something, I'm like God, fucking Ethos making me look like shit. <laughs> so does like so does the development team though? Like they all had. Great signatures. We expect that. Yeah, but yeah. like mine's mine literally third grader quality. And I warned everyone, I was like, my signature, this is why my signature is worth nothing. And I'm like, uh, let's see. Alright. There you go. Okay, done. Done. And oh wait, smiley face. Whoop. 
That's right. There you go. Uh, but God, we must have had at least two, three hundred people show up total, like across the whole ninety minutes that we were there. And when, even when we're yeah. trying to leave for the live letter, it's like you can't leave because it's like I don't want to yeah. miss this person. I can't miss this person. <sighs> right. That was cool. Did you guys have a good time at the meet and greet? I had an amazing time at the meet and greet. Agreed. Again, I'm like Mary. Like, and this this was completely different from 2014. And like, I didn't know anybody. Nobody knew me. And then all of a sudden, like, signing, taking pictures with people. It was it was truly. I was truly humbled. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. I felt so incredibly welcomed and appreciated and people were saying such nice things and I could not be any more grateful. It, it, it's, it's a moment I'm never going to forget. So thank you so much to anyone who, who well, showed up. Thank Mel. It was yes. her idea to get that done. And then she's the one who just said, fuck it. We're doing mm -hmm. two to three 30. We didn't even know the schedule until like, you know, we, we had already made the schedule and then they put out their schedule. And like, all right, we'll keep it there pretty much. But Mary, had I known about Beer Park, I would have told us to do it there. Yeah, it, it, it was right outside of Paris. It's that'd have been nice. Yeah, it, that would have been really nice. Next time, what was your favorite yeah. thing to sign? Like, what was what were some of the things that people asked you guys to sign? I had to sign a so, shirt. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, uh, there was a guy um, with a behemoth banner. Yes. Um, I know about the Behemoth banner because, you know, Healer Happy was an honorary Behemoth member, even though yeah. I moved him off of Gilgamesh. So I signed Healer Happy's name onto the Behemoth banner. He, I, Lies. He, asked, he asked me to. All right. Okay. Now, I actually wonder, did you guys get any gifts from, from like, viewers? Or did, did anybody, like, try to buy you even just, like, a drink or, like, bring a physical? Beers, yes. Beers, yeah. Drinks, Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you guys, I got a few shirts, and this one I got from a viewer named Rosu. He always comes to my Twitch chat and says, Hi guys, I'm new here, but I watched a Mr. Happy Guy first. And by the way, he's been subbed for like nine months or something, nine to 12 months, so clearly not his first time. This is a medium, so it barely fits me, but I wanted to wear it for the show. Hold on, I'm gonna let me this fucking wire over here. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow it up full screen so people yeah, can switch see. Yeah, the, switch the big happy cane. There we go. All right. Uh, there it is. That's that's the shirt. That is the shirt. I watched a Mr. Happy guide. Mike's gonna have a little bit of it. I you guys can't see it, but they can see it. Oh, like, mm. it's blocking your guys' view, but I have a different camera right there. Mm. This was an awesome shirt. I also got a shirt from the Ghost in the Shell Free Company and a Seha shirt. That is amazing. I was like, can I print this and like put it on Teespring or something? Oh. <laughs> Did we talk about the FC shirts? The the numerous FC. Oh, shirts. you mean like the Balmung bullies? Balmung bullies. The fucking they had jackets. varsity jackets. Varsity jackets for the Balmung bullies. Varsity do you, do jackets. You know, do you Balmung know them, Mary? Do you know the Balmung bullies? He's got a cough before he can answer. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Never heard of them. Well, they've maybe they've heard of you. They were cool. They were, they were cool. <laughs> they looked cool. They were the yeah, reminded me of the tunnel snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Reminded me of the tunnel snakes. Um, what was the other one? Uh, somebody also got me a growler, a one-person growler. In fact, I have that back here. Ugh, this is empty, by the way, not still full. It was uh, there was alcohol in it, and uh, now there isn't anymore. It was really good, though. Um, it's a one-person growler. 
from a place called um, 8-Bit Aleworks. And uh, it has great flavors like Hop Assassin's Creed, Legend of Zimmer, Black Mage, White Mage, and then you have like modifiers you can add to it and stuff. So like I'm going to hold that up to the other camera so people can see. And this was a, the Black Mage was in here and it was a stout. It was delicious. This was fantastic. And I wonder what beer Ethos got. Somebody got Ethos a beer too. And I don't know what it was, but this was amazing. So if you guys ever want to, if you guys ever want to support 8-Bit Aleworks, look them up. Because this was awesome. I would, I would order this and drink this again. <laughs> my son is crying outside my door. He wants in. It's my cat. Aloha. He doesn't like having Aloha. doors. He doesn't like doors being closed on him. He's just like, I want to go in there. I want to go in there. We got to let Dwayne in. Um, all right. So dream meet and greet. Uh, I'll let you guys get started on the live letter discussion while I open the door. Live letter. Question. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't there. I was up, upstairs watching while drinking the rest of the room. Of mm. course. Um, all right. First off, let's get this one thing out of the way right now that I did not ask the question you thought I asked. That was not me. That was like, I jumped out of the fucking chair when I heard the question about Sophie. Uh, and apparently, there is a more reason for why Sophie's colors change. So, fuck you, Happy and Ethis. Yeah, I can't believe they asked that question, dude. Yeah. Why, why is her complaint? I feel like somebody asked that on your behalf. Had to be. Had to be. Uh, but yeah, that, that was that was the one highlight for me of the live letter. What, uh, what about you? Uh, you guys uh, started the conversation. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know. It, it was just kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot like the old school ones where they just ask questions yeah. and they just answer questions. Yeah. yeah. You know the problem with that format is, as much as I love that they do that, they just straight up answer questions. Is a lot of it's re repeat questions. Yep. And unfortunately, when you when you try to get questions from kind of all demographics, a lot of the demographics, it's like having a shallow pond kind of deal, like or a shallow mm. a shallow puddle versus you know an ocean kind of deal. It's like just mm. sprinkles of information, but there's never deep enough for you to really jump into kind of deal. That's how it felt. I mean, there's no peach question, but there were some that may as well have been peach question uh, questions. Wait, is there a video? This, there's actually a video of this. Oh yeah my reaction oh yeah <laughs> i remember that video that was a good video what was your reaction fuck you mike he actually asked the question so fuck you mike and ethos because <laughs> they asked a fucking question i'm not the only one she was white <laughs> why'd you have to say she was white <laughs> why did you have to say it like that oh man well, fuck you too. Just need to know. It's all right. It's like she was white. <laughs> you could have said I'm not the only one. You didn't have to say she was she was white. Oh man, that's that's funny. Good old Sly Ruckus. How y'all doing? I knew she was white. Why'd they turn her into that? There you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Welcome to Sly Ruckus, our neighborhood racist. Okay. Uh, okay. So, questions. What are those? What's this? Eggy Glamour's confirmed for 3.5 again. 
Stop, we got it. Just stop giving us a date. Just, just don't answer the question anymore. Like, we're always disappointed. Please. I'm done. I can't be disappointed again. Uh, I'm trying to think of what, like, good questions. I mean, they, they talked about Palace of the Dead at the end, which was always nice. We got to see uh, some of the later floors, including floors mm. where they literally compared it to hell. And yes. said, And I was like, they were really going hard on this, like, it is going to destroy what? you concept after the 100th floor. Hmm. The one thing that caught my attention, the fucking bench. Why do you want us to sit on that fucking bench? It's it's hardware Hank's bench. They put it in uh they put it in uh at the final floor. I mean that's the thing, when when he got like he got banned because he likes to talk and shout chat and they, so they're like, Well, he's gone, where do we put his bench? I know, put it in Palace of the Dead. There we go. Yeah. And then he got unbanned and he got back and he's like, Where's my bench? What did Hey! I was only gone for a day. <laughs> All right. Well, what what happens if you sit on the bench and it explodes? <laughs> it yeah, it's a troll fucking bench. That's on. That's what everybody's. Talking. Yeah, it's, it's it's a troll bench. It's gonna be like the the equivalent of an Aquapolis bench. Yeah. Yeah. Sit uh, on the left. Yeah, and it's under a tree. Also, a very peaceful tree. I just wonder, like, that's a it's a very different design for the final floors of Palace of the Dead. Like, I thought they were just gonna reuse the first hundred floors, to be honest, and just make them harder. But no, they they went they went full out. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, I was happy with that. They also pretty much, if that boss isn't Nebeth from Tactics Ogre at this point, I'll be very surprised. Because yeah. he played Tactics Ogre music. Palace of the Dead is from Tactics. I don't think it's from Tactics Ogre. I think it's from Tactics itself. Um, Elidibus is, I think, at the bottom of the Palace of the Dead in uh, in Tactics. No, no, that's a different dungeon. Elidibus is at the bottom of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it looked it looks good. They also showed off the Halloween stuff. Um, the mm. vampire garb and the cape, as well as the chair mount. Apparently, that's not a thing. Apparently, that comes out in three point five. Well, that's ob- that's obnoxious because they made it seem like it was a part of the Halloween event. Now I'm sad. Yeah, there's there's like a tweet I think, and it was a because they just they straight up they, yeah they just straight up said by the way here's the stuff from the Halloween event oh and what's this next picture oh look it's a chair mount and it looks like it could be a chair mount that's part of the Halloween event yeah. It's all right. Uh, once Zeno gets this mount, he won't break a chair ever again. It's fine. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna do that whole Zeno. Th- I'm gonna include that in the Illuminati confirmed video. The the diverger chair, as I call it, <clears throat> since uh, in Final Fantasy XI, Pandemonium Warden sat on that chair. I'm like right. 99% certain that the boss that made the front page of Yahoo News for making people sick after playing him for 20 hours. Does that mean Pandemonium Warden's gonna be? <laughs> no, I think that's the mount from um, Shadows of Mock. Is what I think that is. From the final from the final twenty four man raid, I think the, the final boss will drop that mount. Maybe. If, Maybe. It's, yeah, if it's really run three point five, that's 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 what I think. It'd be interesting if they made a twenty four man mount. Oh, uh Palace of Dead is from Tactics Ogre. Okay. There you go. And Nebeth is the boss of the fifth floor. Got it. Just to clarify the information. Yeah, I think that would be a great way to uh to motivate people to do that. The 24-man stuff is to give it a mount for people to do it over and over again. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what else was there at the live letter? I don't know. Live, like I said, live letter is just questions we've had it answered a million fucking times. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had the concert later. Yeah, this this was place. way – yeah, that's why you don't have a voice right now. Way superior to the one from uh, 2014. 
I heard the live stream audio was way better also because I heard the live stream audio was pretty shit. I remember Sokin complaining about it too. He was like, the live stream audio sucked. People couldn't hear the crowd. The instruments didn't sound right. He was not mm -hmm. happy. So they upped the production value tenfold on this one because this had an amazing, amazing value. What was your favorite song? And why is it Locust? It's just the crowd getting in on it. That was my best one. That was the best one. Sephiroth was pretty close. Yeah, definitely those two. Locust, top notch. Sephiroth, really, really close. But Locust was so good. Yeah. So and good. I mean, he, the thing is, so they have, he has a, a voice module in there, but he was also lip syncing some of the words. Like, we know that they were either singing over or lip syncing certain words. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when you heard his voice, you could tell where it was his voice versus where it was something that he was lip syncing to. Mm -hmm. And in the, I sat right next to a speaker. It was chilling to hear his voice come out of that microphone. And a lot of people were surprised by the fuck you Titan thing. He, he did that last time. He did that in 2014, the Sokin and, and Koji. They did the fuck you Titan. <laughs> and everybody loved it. That's why they brought it back. Yeah. I was really disappointed there was no Mago Mog, but I guess maybe you just keep that a one-time specialty. Yeah. Although, didn't he do it at all three fan festivals in 2014? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't just do it in North America. Mm. Yeah, the only thing we didn't get the sheet because it was just... Because they didn't have... It was just not out. Yeah, it wasn't out. Well, it, the thing is, it was only at the Japanese one because the 2.4... No, it was at Europe. It was at Europe. That's, well, that's bullshit because they used the excuse for us that they didn't. it wasn't uh, out yet. And it still wasn't out when the next fan festival happened. I promise you, because they had a British singer come out to do it. Or, yeah, you're uh, right. yeah or, I remember yeah. because a lot of people criticized the European one, and then when the when they were in Japan, uh, oh no no no, they criticized the North American singer for the. I can't remember which song. Oh, uh, the Ramu, the Ramu, the Ramu, the Ramu mm -hmm. thing. They criticized her, and then they like they went crazy for the one over in uh, over in Europe. Europe. Yeah. Ravana was also fantastic. Ravana yeah. took throat singing waltz and turned it into hard metal. Hard, yeah, it's pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, and honestly, I was pleasantly surprised by Fractal Continuum, which I didn't expect. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Mm -hmm. that I was, was like, I was like, Fractal Continuum. All right, this sounds good. I like it. Yeah, that's good. I'm down. Soaking, soaking. You were God. I pre-ordered Duality as soon as that concert was over. Would you? Would either of y'all be um, opposed to a live? Primal's album. No, you mean like taking the live instrumentals and then putting? No, I would not be opposed to that at all. Yeah, taking cool. taking the stuff that from the pre like previous game as this one, uh, and just making a compilation album. Yeah, I'd buy Thord, it. Thornton's Rain. Also, they opened with Thornton's Rain, which yeah. was chilling, chillingly good. So, like, honestly, guys, I think Duality might be, pre-orders might be sold out right now. If it opens up again, get on that waiting list because that album is going to be lit. I just hope they perform Metal or Brute Justice or Rise Up or something at one of the next two fan festivals. Hey, Sly, do you want to go, do you want to go forward and back? I want to go forward, forward and back. Forward and back and forward and back. That's how Sly lost his voice. Yep. Yeah. Forward and back. Forward. Yeah, yelling forward and back. Most people were yelling out Brute Justice and Shiva. And I, I like Koji's response. It's like, they didn't learn it. They didn't learn Brute <laughs> Justice. They didn't learn it before they came here. I would love to, because he's performed it live before. He performed it at PAX Prime 2015. 
Um, but it was just with Sokin on the guitar and him doing the vocals through the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they gave us a stupid fucking masks with the words on the back and asked us to hold them up for the camera. Don't do that ever again. Just, just don't, just don't, just don't do it ever again. Just, just sing the song. Just, don't, don't make us do it with you. If we know yeah, the words, we'll perform. go along. Just perform it, please. Yeah. I, just want to, I just want them to get like Sokin to rap the lyrics, like whatever the lyrics actually are to rise up. I want to hear Sokin rap that. Or, no, I want to hear Koji rap that. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, I'm down. He can and, do it. And then He's after, a rock star. And then after that, it was over. They did the closing ceremony. We all hugged and, and gave each other hand jobs, and then we all went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's... Probably uh, got even more drunk. Yeah, you, on the other hand, you were lost out of your fucking mind already. Oh, yeah. And then you went out drinking more... And then I was gone. Uh, and then we, I got on a plane at 7 a.m. the next morning. Yep. And it was a great time. It was upsetting. Yeah. It was only two days, but we got to get back um, to work. Now, we didn't see that. This, I was supposed to watch a game with him, and I couldn't find him. Um, but oh, Mary and I, there, that's right. Yeah, Mary and I went out uh, for beers and stuff at your park <laughs> um, afterwards, and it was good to meet, uh, meet a few more people. Oh, take some pictures and everything. Mm. And then, you know, the problem was, uh, I still had a lot of alcohol left in my room. And um, I needed help getting through it. Said to ride the bus. I had to ride the fucking bus. She told you about it already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were playing it uh, back at our room before we went down for the beer party. How many times did you ride the bus? I wasn't drinking then, actually. I hadn't oh. started drinking. They were. I was like, I'm going to save it. I want to be slightly sober when I meet people so I can. Right. You know. So, um. Hmm? Do you really want to be sober, though? Yeah. I mean, you know, meet you, meet, the, meet the, the fans and friends and be able to hold a conversation and not be like, hey, what's going on? You know. Man, you shouldn't listen to Sly's conversations then. Jesus. Jesus but, Christ. Really? Yeah. But yeah. Um, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it was Lee, Nalisa, uh, Zenedra, and I think, was this game her fucking idea? Uh, I want to say Nell, Nalisa. It was her Nelissa. idea. I think so. Not okay. my Mel, by the way. But, N, like N N Y L. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Melissa. Yeah, yeah. Melissa. Just yep. to be clear, he said Melissa. Yep. One of my moderators. Nelly. Okay. Good friend of mine. But yeah, it was uh, Melissa Lee Zanager from Eighth uh, Right Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, Joe even uh, Joe never fails. He hung out in the room. He, he doesn't drink, but he hung out. Uh, and yeah, there's basically it's this I guess fucking Canadian game. Uh, card right. game where like you're going to get like you're going to get fucked up off of this game and I would I like I really didn't get fucked up off of it I was a victim of the game because I had to ride the bus twice and like like Mary knows the rules Mary I've never seen so many same cards in my life like because there's a thing where you have to you have to guess higher or lower. Mm-hmm. And if it's um, 
And if you get it wrong, you take a drink. Tell me why I saw at least, I want to say what, Snaper might remember this, but like 12 same cards on my first bus ride. Yeah. Sounds like you had fun. I had a blast. I'd rather just play, I'd rather just play Kings, please. Kings is so much more fun to me than something like that. I don't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) I really don't want it. I don't do well on games like that. Like when I play Kings, if I get Waterfall, it's over. Like that's it. I, I'm yeah. tapping out of the game. Yeah. I, I don't want to take the chance. I draw any more Kings than I or than I need to. <laughs> oh man. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and then, yeah. like I said, I went home Sunday. You guys stayed, and Ephes passed the hell out and missed hanging mm. out with you guys. So yeah. Well, that was Sunday. What we that were was su- no, That's what I'm saying. The next oh, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys were talking about. Uh, Saturday night. Yeah, no, we about no, we were talking about Sunday night. Sorry. That was Sunday. Oh, Sunday night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. And he corrected me. So I was like, oh, I guess oh. I was wrong. Yeah, that, no, that was Sunday night. Yep. Monday morning. Sly asked me, the last thing, thing Sly said to me is, call me, call me when you land tomorrow. Okay. Just, I want, I need to know. I need to know that you're safe. Okay. You didn't and call me. He didn't ask me to call you. I didn't call him either. No, he didn't call me. Oh, okay. He didn't call me. You want to know what's funny about that? When at TwitchCon, two, uh, two TwitchCons ago, the first one, when I stayed in, the, in, uh, in his room so I could get up at 5 a.m. to go get to my flight, mm-hmm. um, I'm in the, I didn't say anything because he was sleeping, so I just like got up and left. And I'm in the car on the way to the airport, and he calls. He's like, yo, man, you all right? You went you're on the way to the airport. I just wanted to make sure you were safe, man. Just wanted to make sure you're doing all right. <laughs> it's like, how drunk are you? It's only been like three. It was the morning. It was, two, was just when I... it was two or three hours after you got back, to be clear. It was 5 a.m. And you got back at like was it? two. Yeah. I'm just. I remember, I'm just, I remember just, later in the morning than that. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Some other miscellaneous events I want to shout out. Naruko Star bringing the mini the mini crackpot. Yes, that was Great fun go. as hell. I won. Same. I didn't get to see it. Rigged. Rigged. Me, Ascalia, Sly, we all won, and I believe the odds were like one in twelve of you winning or something. Naruko sees me, she's like, "Hello, Mister Happy," because I was in a free company with Naruko years ago, and yeah. uh, I was like, "Hi, can I try?" Like, sure she has a whole crowd of people around and i'm like okay let's see first of all she hands so she hands it to me upside down she's like okay you have a you have a nine to start and i start scratching it off I'm like why is the two upside down she's like oops it's upside down. Like, how did i how did i not notice that i felt dumb for not noticing that i scratch off the middle it's a two i scratch off the top left it's a one and i'm like well i already know where i'm going next bottom right three and uh got a little badge i don't have it handy right now but uh she made uh final fantasy fan festival 2014 yes. badges or patches uh mm-hmm. years ago and then this one was the the 2016 patch i'm probably gonna get this stitched in my jacket yeah yeah it's what you think you go get them stitched onto like a jacket or something yeah yeah we had the stars line that's a bad pun that's a real bad real bad pun that's a bad one. Good I had job. someone walk away from me from it because of a bad pun at uh, at FanFest. Yeah? Yeah. Well, they walked up and told me a pun, so I returned it, and mine was clearly more damaging. 
And this was one that I worked on with my raid group. It's what's an Astrologian's favorite play? A street card named Despire. Y'all have a good show. We're out. Okay. You didn't even let me finish, Mary. <sighs> I already knew it. I already knew it. I've heard it before. Okay. There you go. I already knew him. Yeah. God. Oh, man. It's just fucking terrible at me. Terrible. You can't help yourself, can you? Yeah, we were real proud of ourselves. We came up with that during raid day. And the same thing happened with our raid group pretty much that night. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty accurate uh, depiction right there. Pretty accurate depiction of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will tell that one as many times as it takes before it's worn out. Because I love that. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this so it looks normal. All right. Anyway. As a big shout out because uh, that was not officially organized by Square Enix. She did that all on her own. Including taking all of the, the cards and spray painting onto them for the, the scratch off for the, so so you could scratch it off all handmade including the patches and the cosplay itself of the gold saucer Mikote bunny that's really confusing to try and name all those things at once but it worked it worked out really well that was a lot of fun um and on top of that all the cosplay that was there the dragoon that won the costume contest on saturday Amazing. although i met the i met the i met uh, one of the astrologians i posted a picture with them earlier today um and they were also fantastic there's a lot of really good ones there were some funny ones the the godbert which was just somebody with the facial hair and the and the, yeah. the muscle suit yeah there's also the the godbert with the short shorts um there were a lot of really, really good mm. cosplays at this one. And it definitely, it's nice because the first one had good cosplays, but it kind of felt like people weren't really sure of, like, if they wanted to cosplay or not. And this one, it was like, it felt like every, like a lot of people went really, really hard, giggity. It makes me want to. I want to spend the next two years making the most legit high elegant tank set. I'm going to do it. I, you know what I've noticed as, as I've gone to conventions at every convention, I see an astrologian now, like it's like one of the most popular ones just because of like how detailed it is and like how good it looks when it's executed. And I just, I don't know. I see Astros pretty much every convention packs TwitchCon There was an Astro. It just looks good. It looks good. I like that. I like the mm-hmm. astrologian one, especially. Um, where was Broomphilia? Where was, where's Manphilia? This Manphilia. Time? Dude, that guy fooled so many men. <laughs> I love the uh, the Minfilia who had the the Tataru puppet at the last one too. There's also yeah. a Bard that was really good at 2014. Oh, uh, that was that was really there, funny. There was a Pally with the sword that lit up. And, yeah, that yeah, uh, I remember that. Then the Gaius and Livia. Well, the Gaius and Livia ones were really good, um, but th- those were also, I think those were also the reasons they changed the rules this year, where you had to have made, like, n- at least 90% of your cosplay, because I know that those were, as good as they were, they weren't made by the people who were wearing them, mm-hmm. so um, they weren't, uh, that's why they put that rule in place with the costume contest. So if you want to wear something you bought, it's fine, it's just you won't be part of the costume contest, mm-hmm. which is fine, because but they were still fantastic cosplays at, uh, at the 2014 Fan Festival. 
right. oh man I, am i missing anything i feel like i'm missing i'm missing things I, I can't talk about every individual person i talk to or everything i sign so mm. i don't yeah. know if there's something i'm missing that you guys could think about any any yeah. any final thoughts then on your experiences i wish it was still going on yeah me too one more even just one more day would have been nice more day. Do you want to say that one more time for me, Sly? I said one more day would have been lovely. One more day. Well, you had one more day than most of us, so it just wasn't that fan fest. It was just no, day. Was one a, more, one was more just, fan fest day. One more it, fan it, fest day. It was just a day. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? At Europe in 2014, all they got was one day. So just remember that. <laughs> this time they won't because the next fan festival is in Japan on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, December 24th and 25th. And that's where we'll probably get our formal Red Mage announcement. Are we thinking we're going to have a live letter before then? Probably. End yeah, I'd say so. End of November? Because they didn't, they didn't tell yeah, us the probably. next. I don't think, did they tell us the next live letter day at the end of this live letter? I don't think they I did. I don't think so. I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's one thing. And then uh, we have the European one in Frankfurt in February. And with the early summer release date on Stormblood, how, are we, how close are we feeling that is to the launch? I'm putting it in. I think they just did early summer to cover their own asses, which still to me says May or June. That's what I'm still thinking in my head. June. June. Yeah. June. June? All right. Now, now are you still going to go with May? Because you originally said May. Uh, end of May. I'm going to stick to end of May. It's not summer okay. yet because summer's technically, this actually launched before summer still because uh, January, I'm sorry. June 23rd, I think, is the first day of, of summer, or June 21st, I believe. Something like that. And this launched on June 23rd, but it had early access uh, you know, the weekend before. So it was pretty much mm-hmm. at the very beginning of summer. So right. consider that. Um, I, I think it, and I'm feeling end of May. I'm, I'm feeling end of May on this one. Okay. That's how I feel at the very least. But anyway, on that note, gentlemen, I think we should wrap up this extra long show. We knew this one was going to run long. That's why, by the way, for anyone wondering, that's why we didn't have Ash on this week because we kind of knew that the FanFest talk would kind of Trump talking about making money, and it's kind of not fair. So uh, we're going to give – he's still going to have his own dedicated show for this patch talking about how income has worked, how the market's fluctuated. Next week we'll have Ethos on, however. It's not going to be Aerozivia. It is going to be talking about the lore book in particular and things that we've learned from it. So hopefully you've been studying up, studying up Sly. That was a bad joke, Abby. That was a terrible fucking joke. Why? Because you don't have one. I found out. I found out. Minfilia? Same last name as me. She's my sister. Mary? <laughs> no, my actual last name. My actual last name. Go find out if you wanna. If you wanna know, boys and girls. M- Minfilia Mary. <laughs> Minfilia Mary. Got it. Got it. Minfilia Mary. Got it. Awesome. Yeah, he'll be on next week to talk strictly about the lore book. Um, the following week should be the week Pals of the Dead comes out. So we'll be talking about however much we get to experience then. I know that it says November 11th on the North American one. From what I remember, that's a typo. And it's supposed to say November mm-hmm. 1st. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll find out. It's either on November 1st or the 11th. I'm pretty sure it's on the 1st. And that that'll be, that show will be about Pals of the Dead. Um, we'll probably have a guest. I don't know, maybe Ethis and Mary that day. But we probably need to save you two for Aerozivia. 
Mm. So we want to put you both on the same show back to back, something like that. Mary Philia, there you go. Mary there you Philia. Go. All right. So we have a lot of things coming up for the next few weeks. We can guarantee you shows for pretty much the next month or something until the next live letter, pretty much at this at this pace. The eleventh is a Friday. Yeah, I know it's a Friday, but technically PVP patches. That's like three point four five is the end. When does it? Doesn't it say what the day the season ends on the feast uh, post, or did it just say that the end is three point four five? Well, yeah, it's well three point four five. But yeah, I don't know if it says that. Yeah, no, it ends on. Um, yeah, the final results will be posted on November first for the feast. Patch so day. that's the final results. I don't know if that necessarily means that that means the next season starts that day, but I'm pretty sure it does. So anyway, yeah. regardless, just wanted to throw that out there. Anyway, gentlemen, why don't we wrap this up? Tell them where they can find you at. We'll start with our guest for the day. Very, very. You can find me at twitch.tv slash very underscore Mary and on Twitter at the same thing and on YouTube. Just Google, just Google very Mary YouTube. You'll find it. What, what if I find something else? That's your problem. Wow. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, that's the message I got. Damn. That one. Wow. That's Damn. your problem. No, it's youtube.com slash very Mary productions. Oh, productions. 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 <laughs> Just like mine, Xehanort1227, not Mr. Happy1227. Sad face. Anyway, Sly, why don't you do with what voice you have left, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Greyfox. You can find me on Instagram. Which I actually did use. Uh, at Sly a Gray lot. I use it a shit ton. Uh, Sly aka Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly AKA, at Sly the Fox, which I use a lot. Um, everything that is on mostly all the stuff that's on Twitter and Instagram will be put to the Sly aka Gray Fox Facebook Facebook channel because that exists now. Uh, and then of course you can find me on Pot 14. Or five of the lavender beds in Venus. All right, is that it? Yeah, nothing extra. Okay, and you can find me, uh, Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven, everywhere: YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, um, in your closet, you know, everywhere. Real life. Yeah, real life. You can find me there. Real life, definitely find me there. Real life. I just smelled the inside of this, and it still smells heavenly. By the way, I was just like, I wonder if it still smells like beer because we 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 rinsed it, like we let it we let it sit so we could make sure we could put it on display and then dried it, and it's just like, oh, I Dude, want that. You, I want that might, beer. You might need to do a bleach rinse again. Don't leave the cap on. It's going to stink to high hell. Oh, it smells so good. No, it it's like so okay. Wait two weeks later and tell me the same thing. Just well, I, maybe I won't be smelling it two weeks from now, Sly. For consider that and also uh i have a cat his name is aloha Dwayne the cat johnson he's sleeping in the corner i don't have cat cam ready so can't show you but uh i wish i could all right gentlemen i think it's time for us to go over we'll probably have a pretty short post show tonight mm. um rinse out like four times what it smells i don't know it smells good in there maybe i like the smell of bleach i don't know but anyway <laughs> that's a bad thing to tell people it's like i like the smell of bleach it's like yeah here you go <laughs> I like to smell of chloroform. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move on over to post show. Thank you for joining us this week, and we will see you next week where we talk about. See you next week. Until then. Bye. Bye.